0: David, what do you think?
1: Are we live or no? Live. Are we really live? Gentlemen,
0: we're live. All right,
1: episode number one hundred and ten. Whoa! Adam and I are reunited. Reunited
0: and it feels feels so so good.
1: good. Yeah, I've been dedicating this song in the morning. By the way, thank you. I, I listened to this song in Montana. Okay, I just got back from Montana. We were at Whitefish. Yes. I've pro- I just played it for you. I can't play because YouTube will not allow us to continue with the podcast. It's by Ameno Amapiano, remix single Goya Menor and Nectunes.
0: I cannot stop listening to this song. Well, when you get a song in your head, you're not listening to it once, twice. No, you, no, you're not, you're not, going two days straight, going, 48 hours straight. I'm going back
1: to back yeah. to back to back, and that's the song I've been listening to. Anyways, how's your Christmas?
0: It was very me, low key. Santa Claus came through. I saw Santa. I, uh, you know, I'm like a lonely Jew on Christmas. I, I was stu- stared at my menorah wondering what it's doing for I'm me. I'm curious, what is
1: Santa for a 40 year old single man? What does Santa look like? Because to me, if Santa looks like a yeah. heavy set, you know, man with white beard that comes to the kids. What what's does Santa it? look like for you? What's her
0: name? It's like, <laughs> what's her name? It's like, you ever <laughs> see Billy Bob Thornton in Bad Santa yes. and just hung over. Is that what it is? Disheveled, yeah. just. My, my wife and kids left me. I'm an alcoholic. It's, it's rough things. out there. Well, but you were in Montana. I was in Montana. I, we, we, by the way, welcome back, everybody. We've all been gone. I've been. I yeah, had, we've been off the entire yes. week. We've yes. been off the
1: entire week. It is uh, it is good to be back. I was in Montana at Whitefish. Yeah. We uh, rented this place. We were right off the, uh, what do you call it, ski trail. Mm-hmm. So you'd go off and you'd go on the ski trail, the beautiful house. They had just built it. We're the first family that stayed at this house. And we were with Sopalas, Vargas, Sabatimani, Sam, Mario, a bunch Mm -hmm. of different guys. We had a great time. It was a phenomenal time. Kids were skiing. Uh, Who was uh, the best skier? Surprisingly so, Senna. She learned... She learned Your how to five-year-old ski daughter who
0: was the best skier.
1: It's probably Senna than Dylan snowboarding then Tico at this point. No, I'm saying change. from
0: everybody, adults, everybody included. No, no,
1: no. If we put adults, everybody included, I mean, it it shouldn't impress you. Yeah. But I was probably the best guy. Hello. And by the way,
0: I, I'm not. The, the funny
1: thing is, I'm not good. Then no. that's pretty bad to how say. How was Sepala? Sapalla felt so bad, yeah, okay. That they almost they, they created a warning, an avalanche. They, they almost had Sopala to airlift fell, them out of there. It was pretty bad. It was pretty ugly. Well, when I told
0: felt- Sapalla because you know I lived in Denver for one year, yeah. When I was doing stand-up comedy yeah. out there, and we, we would go skiing on the weekends, and I or I actually snowboarded, and. I got the award for best athlete with normal sports and the worst athlete for X Games type sports. I was the worst on the board. I got you. And Sapala, I don't know if he's ever really done snowboarding or skiing. No, he hasn't. And I said, Sopala, your number one goal is getting out of there injury-free. He's like, oh, yeah, I'll be okay. I'm like, dude, I'm telling you, skiing is like the place where you just tear an MCL for fun.
1: By the way, we got a lot of things to cover with you guys here Mm -hmm. today. One thing is today I'm doing a debate in the afternoon with Alan Dershowitz and Kent Heckin lively! If you guys remember the book that came out, "Plague of Corruption," that went live, uh, went viral last year. This book was every; it was number one on Amazon for like weeks. Mm-hmm. The author of that book wrote a book called "The Case Against Vaccine Mandate," Ooh. and then Alan Dershowitz, who was Obama's attorney, uh, Obama's lawyer, uh, uh, professor, law professor, OJ's lawyer, and uh, uh, Obama's. No, no. School. Yes. Obama went to Harvard, Harvard Law. Harvard the professor Law. was Alan Dershowitz, gotcha. and Alan was OJ's lawyer. Lawyer. OJ. Right. <laughs> OJ. <laughs> and he wrote a book <laughs> called "The Case for Vaccine Mandates." Yes. This is literally the books they each wrote for wow. mandate against, and they're debating today. I can't wait to see. Maybe we're gonna do a live. I think it's two o'clock Eastern Standard Time in the afternoon. So one is debating pro vaccine, meaning. We should be able to yes. do vaccine mandates, and mandates. the other one is saying there's no way you can do so it. So the I don't debate know. is revolving around mandates. Mandates, exactly. Wow. And and just yesterday, Fauci said we ought to consider mandating everyone getting mm-hmm. vaccinated to travel. It's a big topic right now. We'll have that debate in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. That's this part. Stay tuned uh, on the business planning workshop. The date got changed. I lost my voice. I was hundred three fever myself. Yeah. To January tenth, we'll be hosting it here in Florida. You'll get the details. Hundreds have registered already. Cannot wait to be with you guys. But I got a few charts I want to show you. And I was spending a little bit more time with this whole thing that's going on with, you know, a lot of people today got Omicron. They got COVID. They got all this Mm -hmm. stuff. CDC just announced today that they're bringing back the uh, quarantine time. From did you see this or no? They they brought yeah. it down from ten days to five days.
0: Cut it in half, by the yeah, way. They just brought it from ten
1: days to five days. So if somebody has COVID right now, rather than being gone for ten days, now yeah. they can just be gone for five days, quarantine and come back to work.
0: By the way, speaking of if somebody's got COVID, you know who's getting COVID right now? Who's that? Everybody. Yeah. Have you like Do you know somebody who's had a lady Yeah, person my, close fa- to my, you? my 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 stupid face right here had COVID. Every I, I don't want to put people on blast, but I'll give you the, my little COVID synopsis. This is the second time you had COVID. Second time so I had COVID,
1: COVID 2.0 for you versus 1.0. Not, okay. Not a big deal. Not a big deal. I you understand you the got fi- antibodies or
0: I don't know. I mean, I, I certainly don't have a great body, but I got some sort of body. But the, the I was at there's a thing in Miami called Art Basel. You were there for one day. And it was in Miami, mostly outdoors. People coming in from all over the world, you know, Basel, Switzerland is where it started. So people are coming in from Europe, from New York, California, art collectors, partiers. I would say it's half partiers and half art people. And then they coalesce into sick Miami. place. Yeah, it was a so great an awesome experience. It's a awesome place. Yeah. It's awesome. I can't tell you how many friends I personally know got COVID. But the, 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 the typical theme, because we had COVID a year ago, you lost like 20 pounds. You yep. were a mess. Yep. Uh, I was not good either. We were in Dallas at the time. We were just getting ready to move to Florida. This time around, from beginning to end, people got sick, quarantined, tested negative, all within one week. And now if you see what's going on in the NFL. Almost everyone you know. Everyone I know. Hey, man, I feel like shit. Everyone's texting. A week later, tested negative. And now you see what's going on the NFL, uh, NBA. People are going COVID left and right. MVP, Giannis, had COVID in and out. Now they're canceling bowl games. The the Miami Hurricanes, my beloved Miami Hurricanes, they canceled the game. Canceled. Done. So what they're basically saying, even Fauci came out and said this when he was uh, being interviewed by my buddy Joe Scarborough. On Morning Joe, he said, "This Omicron is very catchable. What's the word? Like it just contagious, tra- contagious. high R not score. It spreads okay. quickly. Spreads quickly. Yeah, but." It's not, not as, serious. as not as serious. Yeah, I didn't
1: killing anybody. Yeah. yeah,
0: I mean, it's not the Delta. It's not the uh, the the Alpha. Which but is it's... good. That's a sign of yeah. saying
1: that it is going away. It's a sign that the uh, pandemic is, is gra- the virus is getting weaker and weaker and it's is going it? away. Is that that's what that the means? Sign. What what a lot of virologists are saying yes. is the fact that as the virus gets weaker, mm-hmm. it can spread. But if it's getting weaker and it's not killing yeah. taking people's lives, that's a good sign. Well, We're going here, the right here, direction. Here's
0: what I could say about. COVID, and I don't think we're going to spend too much time on you know getting into COVID. When it first came out, whether I'm not trying to even be political right now. It was so freaking new. I remember walking in public seeing a, a lady wearing a mask. This would have been the beginning yeah, of March. Yeah. I'm thinking, what the hell is this lady doing? Yeah. I, I did like a, a Instagram story, like, look at this weirdo. And then it was so new, and the media was hyping up so much. Trump was saying this. Democrats are saying that. Fauci's saying this. It was so new. Nobody knew what to make of yeah. it. So understandably so people were fearful or didn't you know didn't no one really knew what was going on this time around i think we can all conclusively say look there's a 99 point whatever percent chance you're not going to go to the hospital you're not right. going to die you're going to be all right right if you've got did major... you
1: see the, did you see the gallup poll uh, that was done where they ask uh, uh, uh democrats what percentage of people that get covid yes get hospitalized have you seen this gallup poll? yes So Gallup did a poll asking both Republicans and Democrats, what percentage of people that get COVID get hospitalized? Mm -hmm. You know what the Democrats answer was? Yeah, I did. 50%. 50%. 50%, Yes. Do you know what the real answer is? 1%. Exactly. Okay, 50% to 1%. But but I want to take you to a different place. so do you know what percentage of people that got hospitalized because of COVID were obese? You know the number, right? What it's that percentage a very high percentage.
0: 78%. Or ob- obese or had pre-existing conditions? Or no, no, obese. Strictly it's
1: obese. obese. 78%, okay, yeah. were obese. But well,
0: what percentage of Americans are obese? I want to say well, like 40% of Americans are obese to begin
1: with. You know what obese is. You know what percentage you what, have to the be. The BMI, be what is it, 20 30 percent? Percent. Okay, You have to 30, be at 30% okay. to be. Which, yeah. by the way, 30% is pretty up there. But 30% is obese.
0: So if you're 6 foot, that, if you're over 2. Who 25, you're obese? No, it depends on your
1: body mass yeah. index. It depends on what your uh, uh you know, but 30% is obese. Okay. Mm-hmm. So now watch this. Question for you. Do you know what country in the world has the highest body mass index? Do you know what country in the world hmm. has the highest body can mass index? Can I guess? Yeah. You, you, by the way, the chances of you getting this, yeah. matter of fact, if you can guess it. Uh-oh. I get a
0: free marriage in your fir- backyard? <laughs> first guess. If you
1: guess first guess, I'll give you hundred bucks. Okay. 1st well, I'll, guess I'll it.
0: donate it to David because he needs yeah, first it. But if get, I get Anybody this, else
1: that's listening to this, buddy. if you can guess it without Googling it, if you, okay. what do you think it I've is?
0: I've got three countries that come to mind. And Kay. the fact that you're making it like a quiz. A, uh, I just know, put a $100 quiz, on the line. Exactly. Take it. I'm going to guess. Okay. Like the obvious answer is the United States. I'm not guessing United States. I'm leaning towards India, but I'm not guessing India. Kay. I'm going. Pick one. I'm going with, with Ricky Aguilar's home country of Mexico. Mexico. Okay. The answer is no. The answer is no. What do you mean?
1: It's not Mexico. <laughs> okay? What second? I mean, you're not going to get this. Can you pull up the article? People are already Googling Where this. the fat
0: people live. Okay. This is what we've got to figure by out. By the
1: way, this person got it. I Zudin, got it. But I know for a fact you Googled yeah, it. Yeah, he Googled it. Is it I, I emailed it to you, by the way. I emailed it to you, Tyler. If you go to your email, I emailed you the link. Highest I don't BMI know if you got it or world. not. Uh, matter of fact, right there. Just go to it. What country is... Right there. Right go below, below, below it. Right below it. Below it. Right, Boom, below, right it. There. One more below it. Keep going. Dude, right, right there. Yeah, there you go. All right, who do you see? Nauru. Na'aru. Now, Where, here's the thing. I've never even
0: heard of that country. That's the Real point. It's,
1: it's to the northeast of Australia. Matter of fact, go to Nauru map. Oh, been, I, okay, I get it. Tonga, Samoa. Yeah. It's all the big. Okay, but now here's the thing. Island people. Here, here's the crazy thing. Yes. You, know, you know what their average body mass index is? It's 61%.
0: They're all big Samoan type people. Totally They're all offensive understand. linemen.
1: Totally understand. But now here's the thing. Okay, so, so Nauru is right there. Do you see to the right? Yes. Northeast of Australia. Okay. Correct. So now go to, check this out. Type in Nauru average life expectancy. Before you even get the answer, yeah. what do you think, don't, don't, don't pull it up yet, what do you think is the average life expectancy in Nauru? Okay, so the
0: world's average life, life expectancy is mid-70s, right? Yeah, 75 okay. to 75 I'm going to go higher. Okay. I'm going to say that uh, I'm going to go 80. Okay, sounds good. So tap in life expectancy. Click on it. Hey, sorry you didn't get that. One hundred. Go, go to all. Okay. Go to all. Sorry, Adam. Go to all. All right,
1: thirty-nine and a half for <laughs> men, forty-eight and a half okay, for women. Okay,
0: so I was completely off.
1: So guess what this tells you, though? Yeah. All of this stuff they're talking about COVID yeah. and how scared people are of hmm. COVID. Guess what? You ought to be way more scared about being obese, P-M-I-O. being obese and heavy yes. than being worried about COVID. But here's a question I ask you. So, by the way, this correlation on this
0: is, I mean, it, this is insane. By the way, this is uh, this you're, is you can live to forty in this country. That's it if you're because lucky because you're obese. Oh, because you're obese because right.
1: your body can only handle that for so long mm-hmm. until you have a what? You have a heart attack. Right. You have some kind of high cholesterol. Something happening. Diabetes, to you, right? high blood pressure, hypertension. So here's, all that here's my here's my yeah. question for you. So now go, go to uh, biggest population obese countries. Okay. Mm. You will see the only country ahead of U.S. I emailed it to you, Tyler. If you have the email, just pull it up and bring that up. I don't know okay. if uh, it's a lot easier if you do it that way. You sent it to uh, me? I sent it to your email, tyler at if you pull that up. So if you go and look at uh, uh, big countries, mm-hmm. countries like our size, what do you think America ranks for obese? There's only one country. Oh,
0: uh, top five in the, in the world, you're saying, okay. for big the countries? Only, would
1: you say Kuwait is considered a bigger country? What do you mean a bigger country? Like is Kuwait no, considered? a small country Then the biggest country in the world, one of the top economies in the world, mm-hmm. with the highest obesity is America. That's where America's that. at. Yeah, of course. So, so but but then the challenge becomes yes. when you hear a lot of people bring this up. Yeah. You, you don't hear anything being said by Fauci about hey or the CDC. Why don't you change your diet? Yeah. When's the last time you heard Fauci say don't drink soda? Right. Don't eat too much bread. Right. Stay away from certain oils, right. stay away from certain fats, stay away from certain chips, stay away from certain carbs. Yes. How come the only solution for mm-hmm. us is constantly drugging ourselves to find a way of getting better? That's the challenge yes. I have, okay? When you grew up, when I grew up, we grew up with certain habits, diets, whatever, maybe, mm-hmm. right? But if you look at families that are obese, you can always go to the diet and see what they're eating and say, "Hey, oh, yeah, listen, a little too much tortilla. You just had donuts little, little, little too breakfast. much rice. You just yeah. had donuts for breakfast. Why are you surprised? Right. Why are you surprised this is taking place? But no, if, you, if God forbid you bring up weight to somebody, what do people say? You're, oh, you're fat shaming. You're insensitive. Yes. You're fat shaming. You're this, you're that. Okay, he just got it. Check this out. A person is considered obese if they have a body mass index of 30 percent, of 30, approximately 3.4 million adults succumb to death every year as a result of being obese or overweight. Okay? Mm -hmm. That's 3.4 million. The rise in obesity has become gradual but constant across... The globe with the latest estimate suggesting that the world has over a billion obese people, that is double the rate that has existed 20 years ago. Adam, let me read that to you one more time. Yes. Latest estimate suggesting that the world has over a billion obese people, that is double the rate that we had only 20 years ago. The 10 most obese countries in the world, you just saw Nawaru, yes. 61 body mass index, and the average life expectancy for men was what, 38 and a half? Something insane. And the women 40. was 48, right.
0: 49. Hey Tyler, can you pull up pictures, like images of people of Nauru? Let's get a let's get a no, visual. Wait, wait, go back to it. Yeah. go
1: back to it real quick. So if you go Palau, no, no, stay up there. Pawalu. Yeah. then it's Marshall Islands, then it's Tuvalu, then it's Tonga, yes. then it's Samoa, then it's Kiribati, Federated States of Micronesia, whatever. And then you got Kuwait yes. at 37.9. Guess who's next? United States. United States percentage of population that is obese. 36.2 uh, percent, I said 61 uh, body mass index, but 36.2 percent of U.S.'s population is obese. Right. Nahuatl is 61. Now, if you want to Google what yeah. Nahuatl folks well, and people Pat, look you like. you hit
0: the nail on the head, and Bill Maher covered this, I don't know, a few months ago. He's like, yeah, you know, everyone, you know, Fauci, everyone, they're, they're, they're pushing vaccines, they're pushing social distancing, they're pushing masks, like you talked about with diet. Why aren't they saying, get out there and exercise, sweat a little bit? Bang your wife if you need to. Get that exercise in there. Eat better. Get some sunlight. Get a gym membership. Like, it was crazy. You, you had Aaron Singerman on here. He was one of the gyms that stayed open during the pandemic because they understood, hey, listen, the more you exercise, the more you sweat, the more that you're healthy, the better chance you have against COVID. Versus just sit in the house, do nothing, and make sure you get your vax. It just seems counterintuitive.
1: Yeah, th- this 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 unfortunately puts the onus back on us,
0: yeah. and we don't like that. We, You know what this reminds you? You ever seen the movie um, Forgetting Sarah Marshall? Yeah. Remember, the, can you pull that up, the character in that? Maybe he knocked out the bad guy? Of course. These people, they're bigger people. Yeah. Right? You know the, the movie, movie care I'm He's talking sings. about?
1: Uh, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about, Forgetting Sarah Put Marshall. Put
0: in the, the Samoan guy.
1: Yeah, of course I know what you're talking
0: These about. These guys make great... Offensive guards in the NFL. Yeah, this guy. Yeah. Okay. I mean, this guy is six foot, 400 pounds. Yeah. What are you expecting? That's not healthy. That's not healthy. Yeah. That's not healthy. And then you have people like, and this is actually, I mean, this is a little off topic, but like, you're familiar with the artist Lizzo? Uh, Pull her up. Lizzo, L I Z Z O. Heard her name. She's came out with some cool songs. She's got some stuff going on. She's a big woman and she's on covers of magazines as being sexy. Yeah, okay, maybe you find her sexy. Pull up a picture anyone. I mean, uh, you know. But this is not healthy. That's not healthy. Yeah. And I'm not shaming her. She looks great. Own it. Yeah. You know, you sexy girl. That ain't healthy though. Well, yeah. And she
2: performed uh at uh in front of the Lakers, in front of the whole audience like half naked and everybody was like this is this is not what we want to see. Yeah. And then they all got ripped for fat shaming, right? Like it's look yeah.
1: th- th- this is, this is this is the this is the part about how this thing works okay mm-hmm. today, parents are afraid of challenging their kids. God mm-hmm. forbid they hold them accountable because they may hurt their feelings right today the media is uncomfortable to challenge people and hold them accountable. God forbid your body shaming or whatever shaming you're doing to them mm-hmm. right okay, the reality of it is if I got bad financial habits and I got a bad credit score, hey, 100%. I need to be held accountable yes. for that you know if If in the last two years I've had nine different jobs with nine different companies, yeah, it's probably you. It ain't the company, right? Right. If your last three cars have repoed, it ain't the cars. If your last six relationships have ended up with an ugly breakup, it probably isn't the six girls or six guys you dated. It's you. But we don't like that because one of the ugliest words today that's not attractive is accountability. Mm -hmm. Everybody wants to be felt, uh, uh, you know— Forgiven, which is fine. Everybody is. Oh my gosh, you don't understand. But you don't know what it is to be me. But you don't know what it is to be this. But you don't know what it is to. Be. Well, I do know what it is when I sit next to certain people, that are obese, and I mm-hmm. sit and I'm like, "You just ate two cheesecakes. <laughs> you just ate so much bread. Yeah. You just ate so much. I mean, that's just not. And then you can't tell me it's because you're big bone.
0: No, no, no. I'm I just understand, big bone. You I, mean, understand, I understand being big
1: bone, but that's a little <laughs> bit too much. So, anyways, you see the statistics there when you see yeah. some people well, getting to that.
0: An, an analogy that, you, and you were touching on, an analogy you always use that actually definitely resonates with me is when you talk about someone who's been on their fifth job in, in five years and they're always saying, Oh, well, my boss was an asshole. Yeah. My boss was an asshole. And like everyone that you work for, an asshole. You know what? You know who the asshole is? It's probably you. Yeah. But it's a lot harder to look in the mirror and be like, this, I'm an asshole. Yeah. It's a lot easier to deflect. It's yeah. a lot harder to say, dude, I got to be have a better attitude. I got to I gotta show up on time. I got to do better. I got to put in the hours.
1: Yeah, you know it's crazy. Uh, and, and, and this obviously I'm not doing any Motivation Monday videos. I'm not doing any how-tos. I'm not doing any of that stuff. But when I was talking to the PHP leadership group uh, mm-hmm. the other day, and I made a video. I sent a video from uh, the flight yesterday. And I had three points I gave them for 2022. Here's what the point was. Adam, every one of us has a reputation. You got a reputation. Mm-hmm. I got a reputation. Tyler's got a reputation. David's got a reputation. George's got a reputation. President Obama's got a reputation. Trump's got a reputation. Mm-hmm. Biden's got a reputation. There's not a single person in the world that doesn't have a reputation. Now, here's the thing. You know, you'll know, you hear a lot of people say, well, John Maxwell once said, reputation is what, and John Wooden once said, reputation is what other people think about you, but character is who you really are, right? Mm-hmm. All this stuff to make ourselves feel better. But then the reality of it is, if a bank doesn't want to lend you $60,000 to buy a car, it's not because your character is bad. They don't care about your character. Your credit score sucks. Right. If the bank doesn't get want to lend you a million dollars to buy a house and your credit score is 650, they don't care about your ethnicity. They don't care about your last name. Mm-hmm. They don't care. All they care about is your reputation based on your credit is what? You don't pay things on time, right? If there's anything uh, 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 you want to be thinking about going into a new year, like I remember it's me, Tom, and Mario, and we're at Dallas, and we're, I'm speaking at some insurance event, okay? Cody, good guy. He's putting an insurance event together. First time I ever met David Harris Jr. was there. He mm-hmm. sent me a message. said, I'd love to hook up with you. I so come on down. We spent a good 45 In minutes Dallas, together. Right? In Dallas, yeah. yes. You remember this whole story when I'm over yeah. there? When we're at the 8% country club, or 8% Nation, yeah. yes. Shout out. By the way, great event they put together. So when we're at this country club, uh, me, Tom, and Mario are preparing our notes. And I said, what reputation did you have when you were a kid? Okay? So uh, and that bothered you, that stayed with you. So Tom tells me his, okay? Mario tells me his. And I said, let me give you mine. Mine was two things. My dad would say Patrick's lazy. And number two was they would compare me to an uncle of mine. Guy, his name was Johnny. Love this guy. Six five, good looking. He was a physicist. He was a guy that would smoke the pipe, not pipe like crack pipe, pipe like pipe, pipe. <laughs> he hit and you know the what I Pipe I'm talking a little about? too much, though. And, I don't know. And, and he would smoke the pipe and he would read these physics books. I mean, who the hell does this? That was this He's guy. Like a classic he had guns. Man, he liked good man. music. He liked good Italian music. But he had one reputation. Guess what the reputation was? He would only do 70% of whatever project he had. He'd never completed it.
0: He'd never finish
1: He would never finish it. So it was always. A reputation of he'll start things. He'll never in his life will ever finish anything. That was his reputation. So I, because I was tall like him, Mm -hmm. because I was a math guy like him, I would always get compared to him, and that was my reputation. Patrick's Johnny. They're the same thing. They're probably going to. This is what
0: your dad would say. This is what my dad would say. And
1: and, and you have to understand, as a kid, I'm eight years old, ten years old. I know this is a guy that doesn't keep his word and finish the project, but he's brilliant. Wow. I don't want to have that reputation. So I go to the military, come back in the military, work my ass off. In my teens, I make money. I always make my money. I didn't have allowance. any that I didn't come from a family of allowance. I've always made my money. Anyways, I get out of the military. I got the work ethic now. So at 25, 26 years old, I'm sitting there and I'm asking myself, so listen, New Year's is coming up. What do you want your reputation to be? What do you want your reputation to be Mm -hmm. okay your reputation is you like to party your reputation is you go to vegas every other weekend your reputation is your bodybuilding your reputation is you never want to have a family your reputation is you don't want the responsibility of kids any of that stuff everybody knew pat's not i don't want to have any family i don't want to do none of that stuff right one day i sit down and i said if i have a reputation i want my reputation to be if pat says something's going to happen it's done you can bank it you can book it that's the reputation. You bring up the conversation about people that always, you know, they say, well, it's this, it's this. It's not me. It's my big bone. It's this, it's that. Anybody that's listening to this, you currently have a reputation amongst your friends and families, whether you like it or not. You have it at your work environment. Everybody thinks of you in a certain way. If you want things to change, you got to kind of change some of the ways you're living for your reputation to change. By the way, some people say things like, I really don't give a shit about my reputation. Now watch this. Let's play this game. Mm -hmm. Reputation. When you think about Trump, what do you think about David? What's Trump reputation? What's Tyler's reputation? What, what's Trump's? Uh, what's Trump's reputation? Tyler, uh, David, what would you say? When you think about Trump, what would you yeah. say is his reputation?
0: Bombastic. What uh, else? Egomaniac. Does anybody
1: debate those two? No. No.
0: What else? He's yeah. Arrogant. Uh, dis- arrogant. What else? Disruption. Disruption. Division. What else? Some people say he loves his country. For sure. Okay. What else? Some people on the other what side you say he's will a womanizer. hundred percent. Is that debated? No. Businessman,
1: businessman. Okay, would you say real estate mogul? Of course, that's his reputation. Now, watch this. What's yeah. Obama's reputation? Go through Obama's good, bad, ugly. What's his reputation? You know,
0: community leader, okay. smooth, talker, smooth talker, no drama. Obama. Okay. Communist. Okay. You, know, bo- you know, I'm going different sides. What, al- what else? Uh, good it. family man. Good family man. Right. What else? Um, Face of the Democratic Party for okay. sure. Great. Now let's go to the next one. Tell me, Hillary. Got a, got a nice lefty jump shot. She does have a
1: lefty jump shot, yeah. actually. What? How about Hillary Clinton's reputation? A bitch. Jeez. Would anybody <laughs> debate that, by the way?
0: I think most people would say that she's not that very likable. On both sides, by the way. Yeah. That's her reputation. Yes. Okay. Smart, Smart, brilliant. Nobody would Knows debate policies. that. Nobody would debate not that. Not that likable, robotic, connoisseur of pantsuits.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> I Those
0: los pantalones. Okay. Thank now you,
1: let's let's continue. Yeah. Give me the reputation of Tom Brady. What's Tom Brady's reputation? Winner,
0: winner, chicken dinner. Stud, Can married to a athlete. supermodel. Just he, uh, gets fine model, wine. Hero. Better with age. Who? Like a hero.
1: Like a hero. Well, what's Jordan's reputation? The goat. The goat. The goat. Okay. What's Kobe's reputation?
0: Man, like
1: mini goat. Mini goat. Okay. Now let's go to a com- give me a complete different person. Let's okay. go into Hollywood. What's Tom Cruise's reputation?
0: Scientologist. Uh,
1: Okay, Scientologist. What else? But what's his reputation?
0: I mean, um, awesome uh, blockbuster movie guy. What else? You know, um, short. What else? Good looking. What else?
2: He's kind of a badass. He does. He's all kind of a badass. Stunts. He does he a stunts. Badass. Okay. Yeah. You know he does OCD. His own stunts. OCD. Yeah. Gets Extremely angry. Extremely Temper remember,
0: on remember, the remember, set. Remember, remember, oh, shut this thing down. Yeah, that's Everybody. right. But but watch watch yeah. how you're noticing. Everybody exactly.
1: Ev- oh, so Bill O'Reilly. Give me Bill O'Reilly's reputation. I mean
0: that one that one. Let's do a live. Yeah, let's fucking go live. As is, is, is that was 30 years ago. Yeah. And that's still his reputation okay. now.
1: What else? What else would you say is O'Reilly's reputation? I,
0: I mean, I would say you know outspoken.
1: Okay. Uh, Jussie Smollett. What's his reputation? That's uh, <laughs> what's his reputation. Not so he's, good. He's just a hard, worker. And a, hard yeah. worker and a truth teller. Hard worker and a truth teller. Just a total, total sham mockery. Sham mockery. Yes. Divisive. Right. Willing right. to do anything to get liar. a raise. Yes. Liar. Liar. Selfish. Yeah. Selfish. Okay, fine. What's Joe Rogan's reputation?
0: Um, <sighs> yeah. I mean, the the face of new media podcast, outspoken entertainment, right, entertainment. Everywhere podcast, UFC, fear factor. How about asking what
1: people are thinking? Yes. How about asking what people are thinking? Says
0: how, what's on your mind. Says we, what's uh, on your people, mind. The everyman. The what? The everyman.
1: The everyman. Just, how about yeah. the guy that said, Why shouldn't we legalize marijuana?" Yeah. Okay. How about a guy that's the king of podcasts? Right. That's his reputation. You're getting right? to the point
0: that no matter whether you like it or not, you've got a rep. And if you mm-hmm. don't like
1: it, you got to change. You got to change it. And if you don't like your reputation and it mm-hmm. bothers you well then do something about it right because you can't go to people and say that's not the truth. Mm-hmm. That's not the truth. you have to understand. when I hire somebody new, I, I, recently I, I had a guy that cam, came on board, I brought him on board and when I brought him on board, all of a sudden I got all these messages from his former colleagues and people mm. that did business with him and his girls. so it's like hey, you know about just so you know I just want to you know this is the reputation with this person here blah blah oh, blah yeah. da, 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 da. I'm like oh whatever. And then one person, second person, third person, here's what you got to know. Bah, 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 bah. I'm like, listen, I got it. I've been around business for a while. I, I'll make the decision for myself. You know what eventually happened? What everybody said is what happened. Right. We all have a reputation. Your
0: reputation precedes
1: you. Yes, right? so, so you can try to convince the world to say, no, but that's not me. Listen, that's your rep. Yeah. Okay. I remember I asked uh, Sonata that worked with uh, Trump. Okay, yeah. She used to be a VP of Ops. You remember yeah, this? Now she's one of the biggest realtors here in, in, Boca. Uh, in Boca, right? You see her face everywhere. She's always on the real deal. She's always representing. Pretty the, blonde lady. Pretty blonde lady, but more importantly, brilliant, mm-hmm. smart, incredible husband, Marcus. Love these guys. Great people, right? I said, so what was it like working with Trump? I always want to know what Trump was like to work with. Mm-hmm. He says, this guy would show up at 9 o'clock at night, 10 o'clock at night, and would walk around saying, are you making calls? Are you working? What are you doing? And she's like, dude, that's just a little overbearing. Guess what? If somebody ever said Trump drove his people hard, would you believe it? hundred percent. hundred percent. That's his reputation. Do you think yeah. that bothers him?
0: Not at all. Not I don't think at anything all. anything bothers but, him. But what like I'm like trying that.
1: to tell you is that's the rep he built mm-hmm. and he wants. So, Adam, what's your reputation? Let's go through your reputation. Yeah, what's your
0: well, rep? Well, as you're saying this, I had a conversation with a friend who I hadn't seen in a while. And... He basically was like, dude, I really love what you you're doing, the whole save that money stuff, be smart with your money. And he starts telling Adrian, my other, he goes, Do you understand that this guy was the brokest, just like penny pinching friend we had in high school? And to your point, you either can just embrace that reputation. I don't care if you think or do something about it. That's right. And that's what I decided to do is change my rep. I was like the fact that I'm 10 years later, you know, the money guy, save that money, be smart with your money, invest, say was so far from who I was as a teenager. It wasn't even funny. So, you know, everyone has the opportunity to change who they are. Nothing is there's no permanent. question about that. Yeah, and you know, I'm getting goosebumps by the way because I'm going to circle back to what was your uncle who didn't Johnny. finish when he started? Yeah. Because as you were telling this story, and you and I asked if that was your dad, you know, your dad <laughs> pulled me aside at. The, the holiday party we yeah. had at your house. Yeah. Do you remember when I was of talking course. with your dad? I was talking to your dad for an hour. Yeah. He pulled me you into were like, his room. Why did
1: you interrupt me? Me and my me exactly. and your dad were talking. <laughs> I love that
0: guy. Um because a lot of the qualities he has, the quality were qualities my dad didn't have, whatever. He's just very wise man, you could tell. And he pulled me into his room, his bedroom, and he showed me all the 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 quilts that he had sewed. You know what I'm talking about? Of course. The covers. Of course. And it was a COVID one, a New York City one, and uh a uh, Texas, like he did, he, like ten of them, right? And and I go, why are you showing me this? And he goes, this is the lesson. And and Dylan and, and Tico were there, and he goes, you have to finish what you started. <laughs> you have to finish what you started. And and so that's why I asked if this is what Dude. he told what your reputation was about yeah. your uncle did it seventy yeah. percent. And 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 Dylan goes, how long did that take? Right, I love that kid. And he goes, it doesn't matter. I started it, I finished it. It doesn't matter how long it took. Yeah. The fact is that I did it. He's so inc- the, the size of a bed, and he's peeling them off, one he by one. He self-taught,
1: by the way. Yeah,
0: that's self-taught. incredible. It's am- and he and he showed me what he did yeah. with the chess piece and the chairs. We should have him on the he's
1: podcast. A- we should have him on the
0: podcast. <laughs> He'd be amazing. Yeah. But the, he was like, and, I, and, I, and he says, "Time is a thief. Time is a thief." I'll never forget this conversation. And he said. Um, Basically about procrastination. I go, what's the difference between successful people and unsuccessful people? And he goes, oh, I have an answer for you. He goes, the unsuccessful people will say, I'll do it tomorrow. Ah, uh, uh, I'll do it tomorrow. Yeah. The success- he says, no, you do it now. You do it now. We were at a Christmas party. I'm alone with your dad for an hour learning, embracing, hearing what he's got going on. So it's not a shock to me that you know, the stories that you tell about your family and the lessons and how you changed your reputation probably came from your dad, I would assume.
1: Yeah. Oh, there's no question about it. Yeah. There's. But, but again, going back to it, I did not want that to be my reputation. Mm-hmm. I'm completely okay with certain things being my my reputation. Patrick's a driver. He's gonna drive you this. He's mm-hmm. gonna do this. He's gonna do that. No one's ever gonna say you're gonna outwork Pat. It's just not gonna happen because right. I don't. I'm not gonna give you that. I, I want to be able to make sure you're not going to sleep at night saying Pat kicks it, goes golf six days a week, and I'm working that's my ass off. Definitely I mean, not your that's, reputation. Okay, well, that's a reputation that you yeah. whatever you want to build. 2022 is around the corner. And I can tell you, uh, December 31st of '02, I went to sleep. We were at, um, in front of In-N-Out Burger. I've told this story before. We were at In-N-Out Burger off of uh, 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 Laurel Canyon, Universal Studios. And with a friend of mine, Tam, we're sitting in the car. We can't afford to buy a In-N-Out Burger individually. We buy double-double. We split it with <laughs> our hands. No joke. <laughs> You we can't split up our hamburger. He has water, I have water. We say, give us two cups of water with a ton of lemon and sweeten and low. We took a water. So we can put, make some lemonade. We made lemonade <laughs> for free. He yeah. drank it, I drank it. We listened to Ryan Seacrest do the countdown 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Wow. And there's this much excitement for me to go from 02 to 03. We go to Universal City Walk. We walk a little bit. We didn't even have the energy to go to Saddle Ranch. Got back in the car, went back home. I slept at like twelve thirty, one 1 o'clock. I said, I will never go into a new year not excited about the next year. I'm going to change my life. 12 months after that, I become a broker. 12 months after that, I take my dad to Hawaii for the first time, which was one of his dreams because... He would always talk about it. He would say, uh, I said, Dad, what does heaven look like? He says, uh, heaven's, uh, the, the closest thing to heaven is uh, there's an island next to California called Hawaii. One day I will take you. I took him to Hawaii, February of 2004, yeah. and he walked around. I looked at his face. I said, dude, this guy is so relaxed. December 15th of 2003 is the last time my dad had a heart attack. December 15th. December of 2003 is the last time my dad had a heart attack. May 29th of 2004 is the last time my mom or dad reached in their pocket to pay for anything when they're around me. Hmm. May of 2004. If you're around me, I want to pay for it. I wanted to change that reputation. December 21st that year was Paulette's birthday. The, the year prior to that for Your Paulette's sister. birthday, my sister, I got her a $20 gift card because I was so freaking broke. year later when they went to, when they got married, they didn't go on an official honeymoon. I went to their... Um, Christmas and I had my dad there, Siamak there and Paulette there, and I gave him an envelope. Paulette said here, Siamak opened it up. Siamak opened it up. It was a five-night cruise to Masatlan. That's what been you give your I gave sister to my and sister. your brother-in-law. I saw the tears on their eyes. I saw the tear on Siamak's eyes, my dad's eyes, my sister's eyes. I said, This is what I freaking want to do the rest of my life. Hmm. I want to do this for the rest. I want to see the people around me's dreams to become I got addicted to that. That became a passion. It was an incredible feeling of what can happen if you decide to change i wanted to change mhm it is, what's today's date? December what? 28th. Yeah, okay. We got four more days. If you count today, you got four more days to finish off the year strong. We got a strong week this week. We got, who's going to be on the podcast on Friday, by the way? Uh, uh, Brandon Shaw. Brandon Shaw's going to be on the yeah. podcast on Friday. That's right. Ag- Big Gir- time uh, UFC He's, comedian. You know, he fought Fedor. But I can't wait to talk to guys. The guy's wow. an absolute stud of a guy. He was an ultimate fighter guy. Yeah. So Brandon Shaw. Our Schaub, friend
0: Gerard's going to be back, Gerard's I think, gonna be uh, back tomorrow back Thursday? On,
1: uh, on Thursday. Thursday, to be honest. Yeah. He's flying back tomorrow, which is great. But... We're finishing off the year strong, and then we're moving into a new building. Yes. just about two buildings. One of them is going to be potentially the studio. The other one's going to be the it's headquarters. It's in the news. It's in the Real deal. It realdeal.com, It's the, in the website. But the moral of the story is, if you're listening to this, if you're one of the few thousand people that are on the podcast right now with us, listen. My challenge to you, if 2021 was a shitty year, Fox came out with a poll, and they yeah. said what? Fox Business poll: seven in 10 say 2021 was a bad year for the country. There's a 70% chance 2021 wasn't a good year for you. There's a 70% chance 2021 wasn't a good, good year for you. All I'll tell you is the following. Rather than looking on the outside, blame Fauci, blame Biden, blame Trump, blame your boss, blame your parents, blame whoever. Tyler, can you turn off the mic, please? Rather than you blaming everybody about that. Make a list of what your reputation is amongst your friends and family. Decide to change, recreate yourself, and make 2022 the beginning of the greatest years of your life. Anybody can do that. You did that with your life. Look mm-hmm. where you are today. I did that with my life. Look where we are today. We started off with a small podcast, and it's grown. We mm-hmm. feel this is going to be a top podcast worldwide within the next two, three, four, five years if we continue mm-hmm. with the schedule that we have. We have a message we want the world to hear about. Everything starts small, but you got to make a decision to change and change your reputation. If someone so. needs
0: to change their reputation, right? So there's, you know, however many people are listening yeah. right now, and then, uh, you know, the, I'm sure those will make it in a short clip. If someone needs to change their reputation, is there like a checklist? All right, step one, look in the mirror. Step two, right at that. Yeah. Like, is there something that you think that people should actively do? Because some people are just going to listen to this and say, all right, yeah, it's a general you know, we, we Some a, people are actually going to yeah. try to do it. What should they do? We
1: were on a Zoom yesterday. I was doing business planning on Monday for a few hours with our guys, and I asked one of the guys a question. I said, what percentage of success in the business of how you're dealing with your guys is based on how people react because it's the game? And what percentages on how you lead them?
0: Hmm. I don't
1: know if you got that question. So what percentage of how your kids turn out you think is on you, the parent? What percentage is on them? What percentage yeah. of how good your salespeople around you do is on them versus on you?
0: I would say 80-20. 80 is on who? On the individual.
1: Okay. I, I say it's the other way around. Really? Let me explain to you what I mean by this. How can the same person work for five different salespeople and... Not make money with Johnny, not mm. make money with Bobby, not make money with Larry, but they come to you, they make a quarter million dollars. It's the same human being. It's a system. It's what you teach them. It's how you lead them, right?
0: Look at Sopala,
1: right? Sapala, their best year was 160. Right now, if they make 160 a month, they're disappointed. <laughs> if they make 160 a month, they're disappointed. They're going to make $3 million this year, okay? If they make 160 a month, they're disappointed. They're sitting there saying, oh, my gosh, you know, whatever. all this stuff. We should be making $200,000 a month. I was with them just... Few days with their kids, Jojo and, and the giant two-year-old kid, Jordan. That looks like six years old, which makes no sense. That kid <laughs> eats growth hormone. He's I don't know what that kid is on, but that kid is massive. Um, book this name, folks. Jordan Sapala will play in the NFL one day. That's a special kid. He is a flipping beast. Strong genes, both Sheena and Matt. Anyways, um, you know you you gotta make it to, uh, in a way where you're honest with yourself. Most of us don't want to say it's on 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 ourselves. Most of us want to say it's on somebody else. The sooner you can really be honest with your reputation, then you can change it.
0: So you're saying it's not even on you, it's on the person leading you? No, no.
1: I, it is on you. I, yeah. Absolutely it is on you. What I'm saying is I put it on me as the leader. Uh, okay? You're thinking but if me. I'm working for you, I don't put it on you. I put it on me. Everything to me is on me. Whether I'm the sales leader, whether I'm the individual, it's on me. Okay? Mm-hmm. I can do something about my life. I'm going to put it all on me. But we like to say, it's not on me. It's on this person. Gotcha. It's on that person. It's on this person. So even as a sales leader, you can say, well, it's not on me. The salespeople suck. You know, the people here don't sell. No, it's really on you, okay? Because you can be a better teacher. You can be a better leader. You can be better at communicating with your guys, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, anyways, so excited about 2022, to say the least. We got very, very big plans. Yeah, these are the big things the way, of are, what are, we, are, are, are which one excited. are you talking I'm about? I'm just
0: saying that seven in 10 people think that 2021 is a bad year. Well, I, you,
1: can you blame them?
2: For, I
0: don't, but s- I, what, what I'm what – is it? what do they say they're looking for? Meanwhile, 54 are pessimistic about the future. This is what I'm – That's
1: the attitude part. That's, right. the, that's the problem right there. What page are you on, by the way?
0: This is on bottom of four.
1: Okay, read it. Why don't you read it?
0: The whole article. All yeah, right, so 7 in 10 say 2021 is a bad year for the country. I don't doubt that. It's a Fox business story. With rising pricing, rising prices, escalating crime rates, and the approach of year three of a global pandemic, 7 in 10 voters – crazy. Insane. Think it was another bad year for the country. Over half feel it was bad for them personally. This Fox News uh, business survey of registered voters finds 70% say 2021 was a clunker for the country. While that is better than the 78% who felt that way about 2020, so basically it's trending in the right direction, 78% said 2020 sucked and 70% uh, 70 2021, it's still much worse than the 38% who called 2019 bad. Basically, 2019 wasn't that bad. Um, overall, 19% of voters believe 2021 was a good year for the country, 19%, while 31% it was a good year for their family. Meanwhile, 54% are pessimistic about the future of the country, while 43% are hopeful. Yeah. Um, how do you interpret those numbers?
1: You can do something about it, buddy. We, we, we control choices we make. Uh, you, you control the situation you're in. Yeah, don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. Certain people are in certain bad situations.
0: <coughs> Bless you.
1: dire situations you may be 14 years old living in a household with parents that are drug addicts and alcoholics mm-hmm. and you really can't do a lot about it at this point right you can't even get a job you're just kind of stuck in a situation there i totally get that but if you're 22 years old you can walk talk you can speak a language if you can speak to you're part of the elite yeah if you can communicate if you can touch feel walk see hear process all of that You can change your life towards the positive direction. Anybody can pick up a book. Anybody can start improving themselves. But uh, unfortunately, that's how people feel right now.
0: Well, you know know they say the one thing that you need to do every day, no matter what your situation is, that that? way you can be a little bit more optimistic, is to express gratitude. Be grateful for what you have. People want to say, oh, people are richer than me. People are better looking than me. People are in better shape than me. People are more successful. I wish I had a hotter this or a better girlfriend or a better boyfriend. But the reality is there's so many people around the world that would die to live in America. Like if you're watching this show in America or listening to this in America, just be grateful for where you live. You know, the the you, you see the stories about people in Afghanistan dying to get on a plane or the people or yeah. the guy who left Venezuela in the... The, the wheels of a plane just to get out of their country. If you can wake up every single day and, you know, you stretch your hands and you're not touching a wooden box, you should show some gratitude. And make a list, like you talked about changing your reputation. I just did a segment on um, on the SazCast about make a list of who you want to be and and what mentors you should follow. But you should also do a list of what you're grateful for. And It's always
1: a great reminder. That's always a great reminder to to be able to do that. By the way, Did you see the plus minus on which states lost the most people during pandemic? I saw it briefly. And which states gained the most. Can you pull up that chart real quick? Uh, So if you look at this here, this is during the pandemic, who gained the most and who lost the most. Okay. David, if you can uh, uh, switch back on this. Okay. So at the top. Not surprised, Florida first place, biggest plus minus. Oh, we know it. We
0: feel the pricing.
1: 221,000 people moved to Florida, plus minus during COVID. Mm -hmm. Then it's Texas, plus 170. Then it's Arizona, leaving California to Arizona, 93. Carolina's 88. South Carolina, 64. uh, Tennessee, 61. Lowest tax rate in America. All in is Tennessee. Then it's Georgia, Idaho, uh, Utah, Nevada, Oklahoma, Alabama, Montana, then it's, oh, by the way, in Montana, while I'm there, everybody, you know what everybody was talking about? How many people are moving here left and right? I'm like, Montana? Yeah. You would be amazed how many people are moving to Montana. That's what they were talking about. Big sky country. Arkansas, Maine, Missouri. Anyway, so you get that list right there, the plus minus. Now, look mm-hmm. at the minus. All the way at the bottom, California, they lost 367,000 yeah. people, and their policies are just getting worse. They're not getting better. It's not like they're changing their policies. They're just getting worse. Then it's New York. It's a tight race on where that's at. Then it's uh, Illinois. So I'm one that left California. Illinois is where Matt and Sheena, they left Illinois to go to Dallas, Texas. Texas. Then you got Massachusetts, Louisiana, Jersey, which is uh, Gerard, D.C., Maryland, Minnesota, Hawaii, Virginia, Michigan, Dakota. Mm -hmm. So red states are gaining people. Blue states are losing people. How do you interpret this? Why don't you tell me? I well, think I'll I'm curious to know what you think the, about the, this.
0: The initial obvious answer is yeah. like less regulation, less taxes, let's get the hell out of California, overreach, govern, you know mass mandates, 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 overreach, yeah. overreach, um, which is obvious. I'm sure that's part of the reason. The other half of that, how I would interpret this, is people are getting the hell out of cold states. You can now work from anywhere. You can work remote. Look at all the states in the top six or seven. Hawaii's all cold. All below the Sun Belt. Hawaii's cold. No, I'm, I'm, well, that's a regulation Louisiana's still. cold. I'm, sa- I'm looking at the top. Everything is below yeah. uh, the Sun Belt. Florida, <laughs> Texas, Arizona, North Carolina, South Carolina, Tennessee, sure. Georgia. Top seven states are basically like, let me just have some decent weather. Other than California, you got New York, Illinois, Massachusetts, New Jersey, D.C., Maryland, Minnesota. They're like, I can't even take the freaking cold anymore. Yeah. I was just with my family last night, a sports agent. And they're all from Minnesota. They're all like, we're here in Florida now. They're a Minnesota family. They're just like, we're, why are we even thinking about the cold? We can work from anywhere. I go, when you go back to Minnesota, he goes, we just booked a one-way flight to South Florida. I'll go back when I need to go back. I can work from anywhere. So, yes, regulation. Yes, overreach. Yes, taxes, What do you think is more sure.
1: important? Let me ask you a question. What do you think is more important? Weather, yeah. lifestyle, or regulation and freedom? I think they're all equally important. You think so? hundred percent. You think so? Cuba's got great weather. <laughs> just so you know, Cuba, Cuba's got great weather. I've been to Cuba. You know, great weather, yeah, great we, listen, uh, water. L- l- let me save you guys so a if, trip if to Cuba. If you're telling me all of it is yeah. important, dude, let's move the podcast to Cuba. I've been to Cuba before. I know you if have. If you
0: need to go to Cuba, just go to Little Havana, Miami, Calle Ocho. They'll take care of you down Same, there. Tell them right? I sent you. So yes.
1: what's more important? Well, think about it. As a human being, what is more important to you?
0: you? you okay. You think lifestyle is over regulation and control? That's it not d- what people it, are telling you the de- last 18 months. It depends who you are. If you're a business owner yeah. or you have a family, hundred percent. I don't
1: think if it's anybody. If
0: you're just a single person, you're yeah. like, dude, I'm stuck in Minnesota. Yeah. I'm 27 years old. I don't even. Think I make 40 single, grand a year. I, I I'm even, going to freaking Florida.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't even think. I didn't. Th- I think. Period. Tico doesn't like too much regulation. <laughs> what are you talking about? The guy's nine years old. I don't old. want to read another book, Dad. <laughs> You're going to read, well, boy. I can't do he anything about read. reading anymore. Yeah, He's addicted to it. But the point is. So your, what
0: are you saying? All you I'm saying, saying
1: to you is freedom is valuable. People want to be left alone to be able to make their own decisions with their lives. They mm-hmm. don't like force. And anywhere where there's too much force and regulation, people want to get out. This data says a lot, but I'm telling you right now. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you right now. That number in the bottom, New York and California, is just getting warmed yeah. up. There, this is not like the peak; they're just getting started. Why don't
0: we do a poll? What do you want ask the poll our, to ask do? our audience? Yeah, what do you want the poll to? If you're gonna do? move, why would you move? Taxes, regulation, or lifestyle? That's a weather? good question.
1: If you move, why would you move? Yes. Why would you move? <laughs> like, if,
0: if you're in New Jersey, are you moving because of taxes, regulation, overreach, or, or is it or is it lifestyle? Hey, yes you today. did a video of you on, on an icy-ass plane in Montana. Can They're, you pull up that video? Okay, and then you're like, five minutes later, you're in Florida. Dude, pull up that okay. video
1: real quick about uh, uh, Montana. That's we a, literally got stuck in a blizzard. <laughs> <laughs> we got stuck in a blizzard. Yeah, Ashley Graham, by the way. Make that bigger. Can you make that bigger? Yeah. This is what it looked like in Montana yeah. two days ago. It can change very quickly. This is us in Montana stuck in a blizzard. It's one degree This is right Saturday. <laughs> Twelve hours later here's what it looks like in Florida. No craziness, no madness, exactly snow. Sometimes you just gotta be patient and weather the storm. Okay. Well, difference. listen, you're big, kind of proving my point here. But wait a minute. So, so, so then there, here's a question for you. Yeah. Why is Montana on the plus list when it's got such a small population? You're proving my point here. <laughs> Stop it with your. I'm the just you. saying. You know, you're pretty, not saying Montana's you look miserable. Look, in Montana. Let me tell you, I you're was. Like, I was very happy in Florida, freezing my <laughs> ass off. So if I'm freezing my ass off, you tell me why Montana's in the top 12. Freedom, baby. <laughs> Freedom, Facts. baby. Okay. Freedom is slightly. Yeah. But Don't get like the, me wrong. Lifestyle is imp- state there,
0: Idaho, yeah. okay. Lifestyle
1: is important. Yes. I fully agree with you. Yeah. I, if I had my choice, yeah. if every one of these states were low regulation, mm-hmm. if every one of these states had low taxes, no state tax, where do you think I'd be living right now?
0: You'd be in Florida regardless.
1: I would probably oh, still be in California. California. Okay, I'd true. True. be in Newport true. Beach
0: today. Yeah. I would be the hanging out with Tom Zetter in Manhattan. What Beach? do you think Musk would be
1: today? What do you think He'd Rogan still, would be yeah, today? They would be in California. Be in California. Yes, yes, Regulations what's yes. forcing people out. Tyler, you're gonna say something.
2: Yeah, so here's the thing I, with, with California for me is is uh, half of the, the taxes paid in California are by hundred and fifty thousand people. Okay? Wow. 150,000 people pay half of the, ta- the, the taxes in the California. The multimillionaires and the billionaires. Where is California going to get its money? They've already lost Rogan. They've lost Elon Musk. They've lost—they're uh, losing—Hollywood uh, celebrities are losing guys like you. It's like they're not going to have any money. And on top of the taxes and regulation, it's the fact that they don't have any water. It's the fact that energy co- costs are outrageous. You can't yeah. run a lawnmower a because point. it's outlawed. I mean, it's just—it's unreal, man. California is going to— is, is going to collapse.
1: But, have you been to California, Tyler?
2: Unfortunately not. I'd love to go. I've heard Let it's absolutely beautiful. Let me put it to you beautiful.
1: this way. I lived there for 20-plus years. I freaking love California. I, San Francisco, one of our favorite places to go to. Yeah. Santa Barbara, go to Bacara, incredible resort to stay at. San Diego, one of the best-kept secrets in America. Yeah. The Valley, Pasadena, Old Pass, Colorado, Palm Springs, Yucca Valley. California has so many freaking incredible spots. Ridiculous regulation is driving people out. Well, the most yesterday I'm at Louis Bossy with Jen and uh, uh, baby Brooklyn, big Cheeks. Mm-hmm. Big and cheeks. and I'm eating, and all of a sudden I see this guy that's looking at me all funny. I thought we were about to get into it. <laughs> <laughs> he's a valetainer. it's the usual yeah. thing. He says, Bro, bro even bed battery. No, no, he says, Bro, <laughs> are you kidding me? He's looking at me, he's looking at his wife and kids. I said, Oh, he says, dude, his wife's like, That's the guy. So I'm like, who's the guy? And I'm holding Brooklyn. I'm trying to, you know, uh, walk because I'm running late to a Zoom. And he says, you were in Florida because of your video, 10 Reasons Why I Moved to Florida. He moved to Florida because Jennifer of Jennifer walks up. He says, yeah, do okay. you know we're in? Husband and wife and two kids from Uzbekistan, okay, who lived in New York, wow. moved to Florida because they looked at that video and they said, Florida just makes way too much sense. They yeah. move over here. Mm-hmm. Incredible how opportunity When you look at something and how many other families are sitting there saying, I'm kind of sick of it as Mm -hmm. well. I want to move as well. But, Adam, I'm telling you right now, remember when I said this to you, the statistics, this is just getting started because politics in California and New York
0: ain't changing any time soon. It
1: ain't changing anytime
0: soon. Anyways. Well, shout out to Bill de Blasio. I believe this is his last week in office, so I know he's done a great you, job. You're going to miss him.
1: You're a big <laughs> no, fan
2: of his. So I'm not a fan. But I'm excited
0: to see what this guy Eric Adams does. Is this San Francisco? I was actually going to ask yeah, you to pull have, that, have that up. Have you seen oh, oh, this floating around? Is this Tain really M. San Francisco? This
2: is San Francisco. Tainment Tyler,
0: y'all. Oh,
1: my God! Can you make it bigger or no? I cannot believe that. No, it's Instagram. San Francisco. This is in front of
0: the cap- – is this Union Square? Where is this?
1: One of the greatest cities in the world. Used yeah. to be one of the greatest cities in the world. Yeah, policies can change that, man. The right policies can fix that. Anyways, all right, let's get into the next story that we have here. Mm. Uh, TikTok is officially the biggest, uh, most visited website in uh, uh, on the internet, passing up Google, CBS News for the first time. TikTok has surpassed Facebook and Google as the most popular destination on the internet. Storage software company Cloudflare found that TikTok was the most visited website and most widely used social media platform. Cloudflare is ranking, is based on how much web traffic a site generated in 2021. TikTok first place. Then it's Google, Facebook, Microsoft, Apple, Amazon, Netflix, YouTube, Twitter, WhatsApp. And in regards to social media platforms, after TikTok, it's Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. Snapchat's still number six, by the way. Interesting. Reddit, Pinterest, mm-hmm. ahead of LinkedIn. Good for Snapchat. It's an underrated uh, app, by the way. Then it's Cora. So what do you think about TikTok becoming the, the biggest website in the world?
0: Well, look, it's no secret. It's owned by ByteDance, which is owned by the CCP or China, whatever, yeah. you know, China. And um, you know, the, I guess the, look on the bright side. The, other than, than TikTok, the top nine are American companies. Congratulations, America. We're killing it. But I don't know. TikTok has blown up. It's exploded over the last couple you of years. You just had a
1: video that took off, off for you on Dude, uh, TikTok. Dude,
0: I had a video that got a quarter million views in one day. It was insane. Yeah. Talk, shout out to my people in Portugal, Portugal. talking about... Uh, hefe. Yeah, hefe. <laughs> they don't call him Hefe in Portugal. They don't speak, they speak Portuguese. I got it. Um, um, <laughs> but it blew up. But, you know, you mentioned something yesterday that yeah. I want to get your opinion on. I think there's a 99% chance Trump gets reelected. I'm sorry that he runs again. I apologize. I apologize. There's a Freudian slip right there. <laughs> i will vote for Trump. I don't care. No. No. Um, what There's do you a 99% the that he re-elected? runs. 50 50.
1: Oh, you're a 50 50. Okay.
0: I mean, that's just easy. I Just head, coin right, flip. Got it. But um, <laughs> I would say 51 uh, at this point. Okay. I, I, like, okay, I don't, so you're Biden saying runs.
1: Trump's probably going to get reelected?
0: Yeah. I mean, look, it, it is what it is at this point. I don't think Biden is doing anything to improve his poll numbers and you know, the whole thing. Lower
1: this. than Carter, first time ever. Well, yeah. his, his poll is officially lower than Carter. But not
0: as low as Trump. Let's not forget about that.
1: No, no, it's the lowest ever in in since Carter, he dropped his approval, his net approval rating. His net approval rating, right, net well, approval rating
0: fell below Carter. Well, my point is this: yep. What's your point? Um, if Trump gets reelected, yep. what are the chances TikTok still stays number one or even stays atop? He's gonna go the straight list? after the same enemy
1: because he doesn't think the enemy changed. He'll go straight after China. Hmm. And remember, remember, here's the one thing that people don't realize: You know this whole statistic that came up about visualizing the $94 trillion world economy in one chart, and yeah. it says world economy tops $100 trillion in 2022. Next year, yeah, 2022, the world economy is going to be what? $100 trillion, 100, right? Over 100 trillion. And the tri- first time ever we're going to be $100 trillion, the world mm-hmm. economic output will exceed $100 trillion for the first time, and it'll take China a little longer than previously thought to overtake the United States as the number one economy report showed on Sunday. British uh, Consulency debt... Uh, 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 predicted China will become the world 's top economy in dollar terms by 2030 two years later after forecast on last euro's world economic uh, economic League uh, table report India looked to overtake France next year and in Britain in 2023 in and race for the world's top economy and they're saying India by 2031 will be number three economy uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Adam India will be number three economy in the world now what does that mean by 2031 here 's what it means yeah What's the one country that banned 100 apps from China? India. India did. Right. India has the audacity. They banned TikTok. That's they banned an TikTok. Example. TikTok's not available yep. in India, right? They have the audacity to ban. Can you imagine how Xi Jinping feels? Here's a guy that just published a book that told Amazon, you cannot put any of my negative ratings. Amazon doesn't put any of the negative reviews of Xi Jinping on Amazon.
0: Insane.
1: Think, think about that right what there. What, his book? Can, or... can you pull up that story? Xi Jinping... Uh, 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 comes out with a book on Amazon and they, the Amazon does not let any of the one star reviews be up there. Amazon book rating. Yeah, let's see if the article comes up or not. Right there. Okay, Amazon reportedly took down reviews of Chinese president's book after demands. Okay, go a little lower. Amazon, uh, retail giant Amazon reportedly scrubbed reviews of Chinese uh, uh, book, Xi Jinping book from one of its sites and helped promote uh, other forms of propaganda. Reuters reported Amazon received an edict. From Beijing, uh, a personal, a person familiar with the edict, uh, said a, uh, a negative review of Xi Jinping's book promoted a bookseller to t- stop allowing any customer ratings and reviews in the country. Another person familiar with the story said, I think the issue with anything under five stars, the company what? also partners with the state. By the way, this is a Reuters story. Yeah. Volume three of Xi's book were reportedly listed as a bestseller on China Books and Amazon site created in partnership with an arm. Of nation's propaganda apparatus. Okay, so we know what game he's playing. He's playing all the propaganda uh, game behind closed doors. He can tell Amazon to give him all the five-star reviews. Mm -hmm. They have to listen to him. India's not afraid of them. India's going to be number three in the world. India, long-term, could potentially even pass up America, okay, because they got simply just more bandwidth, more people. And we know the average age in India versus China and U.S. The average Mm -hmm. age in India is what, 26, 27, 28? The average age here is 38.4. The average age in China is 38.8. So, if Trump does get Mm reelected, if Trump does get reelected, I think think the first thing he targets is he goes back and he finishes what he started with China. Mm -hmm. And I think China, if you think COVID was ugly, I think if Trump gets elected, I'm telling you right now, there's Mm -hmm. a very high likelihood he does get reelected, but if he does get reelected, the next big thing you ought to worry about isn't COVID. The next big thing you got to worry about is a cyber warfare global power outage type of a situation with China an expert in right now that they can pull off, that's what they're going to do. Under Trump, 1.0 was COVID. Under Trump, 2.0 will be a major new pandemic that has nothing to do with
0: virus. It's got to do with our lifestyle changes. So what, what do you see the, the, the positives and negatives and the ramifications, specifically with China, if Trump gets reelected? Here's the you negative. know they're not a fan of him. Yeah. I don't so think that's here, a secret.
1: Here's a positive. Here's a negative. I'll give you both, okay? To me, the negative is America's going to look like it's in shambles, okay, when Trump gets in back into the office. Let's just say if You're saying
0: optics-wise?
1: Uh, it's going to be in shambles because China's going to make America look like it's divided at the highest level. Yeah. Uh, Even worse than now. I think it's going to be way worse. Hmm. I don't think it's going to be better. I think you're going to see America in shambles. The only way it won't be is in the following way. The only way it won't be is in the following way. If America gets so bad the next 12, 24 months that both Dems and Republicans come together and they say, let's get this crazy Trump guy back because we mm-hmm. think he can do it, which your likelihood of that happening is what? Not very, very high. Very slim.
0: Very slim, right. Uh, of Democrats saying, let's bring Trump back. Yeah. Not all Democrats. I'm
1: not all Democrats. All you need all, is 5, 10 percent. I'm not talking all Democrats. I'm, yeah. talking, I'm, I'm talking about influencer Democrats. Mm-hmm. Like a Bill Maher comes out and says, you know what? I'm not going to lie to you. I'm starting to kind of sit there and say... If we're going to play against a country like China, we need somebody crazy like Trump. Mm -hmm. He just needs to make a comment like that, and other people will follow. Just like nobody thought LeBron James the other day was going to post on Instagram with Spider-Man pointing fingers Mm -hmm. at everybody saying, is it flu? Is it cold? Is it COVID? What the hell is it? Mm -hmm. Did you ever think uh, LeBron was going to tweet this out? And Clay Travis comes out and says, finally, LeBron and I agree on something. What is LeBron trying to say here? He's sick of the fact that they can't even play the game because one day it's a cold, one day it's a flu, one day it's a COVID. So if somebody from that side comes out and says, I think we need somebody like Trump, then America's united. Then they can't divide us. But if America's still divided and Trump gets elected, Mm -hmm. it's going to be worse than what it was before. But the reality of it is, if you don't get somebody like that, Mm -hmm. that's not afraid of going directly against China, long term, America's going to be controlled by China.
0: Well, I think, look, obviously we need to understand that China is our enemy numero uno that's for sure but i don't want to sacrifice domestic you know peace and tranquility for better international trade warfare with china meaning okay trump maybe we better on china but will he help bridge the gap domestically i've been pretty outspoken that i i hope in 2024 desantis is at the head of the ticket Trump doesn't run, and we can get a, a young, energetic, charismatic, yeah. strong leader in the White House. As, as someone who has voted for Biden, I would 100% vote for someone like DeSantis. And my fear is Trump will do the same old rubble rousing, play to his base, be, beat Biden. You know, I have other people, that I don't think this will happen. They are convinced. I had an argument with this a family member of mine. They're like, yeah. if Trump gets elected, Every single Democrat is going to jail. I go, what are you talking about, dude? It's not going like, to happen. I go, that's insane. That's not going to happen. He goes, it's going ha-, to happen. And I'm arguing craziness. But this is why what Trump has done, the divisiveness yeah. side of things. Yeah. So it, it, will I give Trump credit for how he's handled China? For sure. Has he made mistakes with that? Yeah. Possibly as well. But I don't want to sacrifice domestic peace
1: but, but for going sometimes, after China. But sometimes you. sometimes you have to. You know, let me explain. Um, let me explain. I had a I had a meeting with uh, a bunch of our guys, corporate executives, uh, in Dallas. That's when I was mm-hmm. in Dallas. We had our w- annual carrier meeting, and I got up and I said, "You know, what's one of my biggest concerns about hiring wholesalers or hiring uh, executives from the insurance industry that have been around for 20, 30 years, or just executives? Period, that have a nice resume." I said, "You know, what's my biggest concern?" I was like, "What's your biggest concern?" I said, they're professional hide-and-go-seek champions. (laughs) What do you mean? I said, wholesalers are the best at acting like they're working hard, but they're not. Mm -hmm. I said, executives have figured out the formula, how to use a system to not work their best. Most executives that you hire today, their best years are behind them. The challenge you have is hiring an executive that's still in the hunt, that's got so much pride, Mm -hmm. that wants to get in and get the job done. Most people just want to come in and Send a nice email. Send a nice report. Show some numbers. Brag about it, and come ask for a raise and get their bonus. That's all they want to do with the lowest amount of energy, output to put into it. That's, the DNA of most executive you hire. I hate this. And by the way, that's eighty percent of them. Okay, eighty percent. And you've
0: hired dozens and dozens and, and I've dozens hired many of many. Yeah, I've right. hired
1: many of them. So and you'll never know until you hire them. You work with them for six months to say, this guy's way too political. Oh my gosh, he's just playing the politics game to get everybody on this side. This guy's a worker. This guy's a freaking beast. This guy's going to get the job done. That guy's just doing enough job to get the commission, and that's it. They're going to go home. That person's sick every single week. Something's going on every single week. they need two days off, three days off, four days off. And it's ongoing, right? They've play, they've learned how to play these cards. Somebody taught them these bad habits. Mm-hmm. Someone taught them these bad habits. What's the point? Here's the point. Sometimes you need a son of a bitch to get the job done.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Sometimes you need a BMF. The other day, I got a text from a guy saying, I'm here with uh, Dan Fry. I think Dan Fry. I don't know if you remember Dan Fry, the UFC guy that used to fight. Is that his name, Dan Fry? Uh, F-R-Y-E? If you've ever seen this infamous fight between the two giants, he's fighting a Chinese monstrous Don 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 Fry. Fry. Can you pull up his picture so people know who he is? I don't know if you know who this guy is. No. If you follow UFC back in the days, like 15 years ago, this guy was a guy that was probably one of the most feared men. Look just at
0: that stash. Yeah, go I've seen to that his before. picture. Guy. That
1: guy. Monster is who he was, right? He sends me a message with this guy. Oh, he was on Rogan Resort. David, that awesome. guy's David. giving
0: you a run for your money for By the, the mustache. Dude, he looks buddy. like Tom Selleck. Yeah, he does, Selleck does look Selleck. like Tom. He looks like Tom <laughs> Selleck
1: times three. He looks yeah. like he ate three times. Selleck. Looks, looks like, like bomb anyways. Selleck. Right? I used to look
0: just like that. Too. Yeah, I believe, <laughs> we totally believe
1: you. We totally believe you. But, you know, uh, um, sends me a message saying, hey, I'm hanging out with this guy for Christmas. You know what I said to him? I said, that's a qualified BMF. Yeah. Okay. And you know how Masvidal won the BMF, uh, baddest mother, you know, -er, -er, effort, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. America kind of needs a BMF as a president today, as much as everybody Mm -hmm. said, we need somebody that's non-controversial. I need somebody like Joe Biden. Look how much more life are peaceful. Mm -hmm. Look how much more we're at peace right now. Look how much more we're at peace right now. And then the other day, somebody calls Biden on Christmas Day. A father says, "Hey." President, yeah, yeah, thank you yeah. so much for everything, and hey, let's go, Brandon. Yeah, yeah, let's go, Brandon. What do you mean, yeah, let's go, Brandon? There's, There's got to yeah. be something missing there to not know what's let's go, Brandon. Did you think that was disrespectful, though? Do, do I think uh, uh, LeBron calling uh, President Trump an effing chump disrespectful? Yeah, yeah. that's an influencer. I think that's disrespectful. Mm-hmm. I think a guy but that wasn't
0: his fit. Fa- this was on the phone to the president. Uh,
1: let me tell you, if if a it, first of all, you know, I don't like that kind of stuff. I've yes. never liked that kind of stuff. It's not my style mm-hmm. at all to do any of that kind of stuff. Uh, I don't like you talking to a president that way. But at the same time, uh, uh, if a person's coming out and saying something like that, you mm-hmm. ought to be aware to pause it at that point and say, "What are you talking uh, about, uh, buddy? I'm sorry. Right. What?" That's yeah. really your best message on Christmas Day? Yeah. You're getting a call-in and you're using that opportunity to do this? But that says I- more about your character than it says about. Yeah. But but I understand why the— Let's Can we wo-
0: show that clip or no?
1: I uh, uh, Is it is it on Fox or CNN? See if you know. can pull it up on Twitter and just we'll commentate on it. Go ahead, David. But
0: Pat, wouldn't you say that, that if Biden would have reacted to it, it's almost like— confirming that it's almost like giving that person more power yeah
1: i get that but i totally i i don't even know if he fully knows what's let's go brandon yeah i i don't i don't know i
0: gotta imagine well his wife gave a, a an eye roll like a side eye she knew exactly what was going on yeah but it's not the she's not the president no the he president. knows what's like, there's no way that he not be aware of what they're he's let's the go president, president to to just kind of say yeah let's go brandon that's not a good okay, look while he's pulling this up let me tell you something I don't care if, if I had the opportunity to do a phone call with Donald Trump, and I don't think it's a secret that I'm not a big fan of his, and he's saying, hey, just want to wish you and your happy uh, family a happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, happy holidays, wishing you the best in New Year. You know what I say? Thank you very much, pres- Mr. President. I wish the same I to your you family. Would. And I hang up the phone and I say, I just spoke to the freaking President of the United States. This isn't politics at that point. But what does that that
1: mean to you, though? You're a class act. I'm
0: Could, just saying, like, you have the opportunity to speak to the sure. presidents, and you're going to be—this guy's name is Schmeck. I would like— Acting like a freaking I, schmuck. I,
1: I would like for you to hold LeBron just as accountable when we had this conversation four months ago, yeah. and you said, I don't think that's a big deal. Well,
0: there's a difference between saying it into the just atmosphere or saying it to the president's face. No, If stop. LeBron would have been on the phone call with Trump and said, Trump, uh, I think you you're a piece me? of guys crap, I would have said to, that as the so Guys, guys had a chance to go
1: to the White House, and they said, we refuse to go to the White House. That's an insult. I agree. Okay, so, I agree. So,
0: so meaning. But to their face you, is so disrespectful. You, How many shitty comments do you get on internet? That's internet? Pu- you that's, get a lot of hate I, on the internet. LeBron if is some, not everybody. Someone wouldn't say that to your no, face. No, LeBron's though. not everybody. LeBron's not everybody. I agree with you on yeah.
1: LeBron. Thing. So all I'm saying is say yeah. that, but hold the fire on the same side of your end. Don't no, just say you. it on the opposite side. Yeah. I, I want, I'm not going to get on and say, hey, Mr. Joe Biden, President Joe, let's go, bro What are you doing? Yeah. I mean, You get an opportunity to do this. That just says a lot about you. And the right. guy's probably a troll trying to make an opportunity out of it. It is what it is. Right. All I'm saying to you yes. is the same people that sat there and said, man, I'm just done with this SOB as a president, man. It's because mm-hmm. everything's a freaking fight. I need somebody a little bit more peaceful. Yeah, okay, no problem. You keep doing that. And the guy behind closed doors making a phone call saying take all my negative reviews down because I am such mm-hmm. and such from China and they're going to constantly impose. Look, let's just say you, we're nemesis. We're, mm-hmm. Let's just say we're enemies, you and I. But we'll go to lunch, we'll have dinner together, we'll have a conversation together, and you're reasonable and I'm reasonable. Guess what? We'll make it work. Mm-hmm. Make sense? We'll make it work. But let's say you have not an ounce of reason in you. You don't have an ounce of willingness to work with me. Yeah. Do you think I should be hiring somebody that's a softy to go in a room with you to negotiate? Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I'm going to be comfortable yeah. with that. We need somebody that's going to be able to handle somebody like you. If that's who you're as a nemesis, what is China's DNA today? Are they willing to collaborate? Are they willing to be reasonable? Is there any ounce of reason being seen by China? I don't think so. You need somebody okay. that can handle a situation like that.
0: And by the way, I'm not shocked about what Xi Jinping is doing. Obviously, he's silencing voices. You know, I was at that Gary Kasparov invited me to that freedom forum. I told this story. I'll tell it again. You know, it's it's dissidents from all over the world. The one Iranian uh, journalist, the girl with the great hair, she uh, she knows who you are. You know who she is. Great, she spoke. An Iraqi guy, a Uyghur She's from very China. Uh, uh, the, I spoke to um, the uh, this one lady. She had her own a- area called the Firewall Cafe, and she basically the whole purpose was: you pull up an internet, you Google. Uh, an example that she did was: you Google. Like, Tyler, do this. Let's do this experiment. Google Xi Jinping Winnie the Pooh. Have you seen this? Yeah. Okay. Xi Jinping Winnie the Pooh. So if you do that in America, this is what pops up, right? Images of Xi Jinping looking like Winnie the Pooh. Okay, ha, ha, ha. He kind of has this, you know, bearish demeanor. Okay, it's funny. Obviously, he's not a freaking yellow cartoon, uh, whatever. If you do that in China... You know what pops up? Mm. Just images of Xi Jinping. Zero Winnie the Pooh. And then if did the, I say all right, let's try something else. Pull up Donald Trump. If you pull, pull up Donald Trump in America here, pull just images of Donald Trump. Right? You're going to see some good stuff, some bad stuff, some family stuff, some some honorable stuff. But for the most part, do you think those are bad images of Donald Trump? No. No. Every image that you put up in China is his hair flipped to a side, he's yelling, he's doing his thing. It's the censorship, and it's exactly what they talked about when the Amazon reviews. It's five stars or it's nothing. How long can that last? How long can people just say, I got no say, I got no voice?
1: What do you mean? I mean, if you have to realize. You know how you ask somebody, I like to ask people, and I say, so where are you from? I'm from Montana. So how was it growing up here? You know what's a common answer people say? I don't know any otherwise. All <laughs> yeah. I know is Montana. Right. All I know what it is to grow up in China. All I know what it is to grow up in Iran. All I know is what it is to grow up in Leningrad. They don't know the difference. Yeah. So that can go on for a long, long
0: time. But they know, I mean, like, let's use North Korea as an example. Yeah. I mean, that's an extreme example. I'm not yeah. saying that North Korea is China, but, I mean, our friend, um, what's our girl's name? Um, you know Park. Naomi Park, my yeah. girl. Yon, Yon, she knew exactly the, why you, they're trying to sneak out of North Korea. Yeah, they know do what's going on. You know how she on. got out? It was insane
1: how she got out. Yeah, yeah. Out. That's not every everyone's yes. way of getting out. So but the, the way-
0: point is, they're aware of their horrible
2: lifestyle. Yeah. To, to the point of, of how long can people go with this? These were experiments run in the fifties and the sixties. Long story short, they ran one experiment uh, to see who would shock somebody if an authority figure told them to, 65% of people would kill another person if they were told to, okay? Huh, and in what? this in this one on the right uh, is another experiment in the 50s to see how much social pressure from a majority could affect people, and the conclusion was people were, were literally willing to ignore reality to conform to the group. So it's, it's peer pressure is a serious, how, how long can people accept this and say we have no voice for as long as the authorities tell them to? I mean, mm. it's 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 not as far fetched as one might imagine but, but Adam, to your point about Trump destroying democracy to go after China, and we should have DeSantis, and you have to I think— I didn't say destroying democracy. I just, you know, civility. Civility. Well, you have to think that even—no matter who it is, if somebody goes after China, they're going to destroy civility because who owns Forbes now? It's, it's China, right? It's Pathetic. a Chinese company. Harvard has taken a billion dollars in donations from China, yeah. and that's just what's reported. There's Texas been over— Texas A&M. Exactly. There's been over, like, $10 billion given to American universities, okay?
0: Uh, Con, what is it called? Confucius schools?
2: Yeah, exactly. Half. Half of uh, the active ingredients in American pharmaceuticals c- come from China. I mean, it's they have so much power. Eric Swallow was sleeping with a Chinese spy. Dianne Feinstein's driver for 20 years was a Chinese spy. I mean, if we go after China, they're going to wreck the country. They have, they have their tentacles in everywhere, and they're going to pull their manipulation and control, and it's going to be ugly.
1: I think if you do or you don't, they're going to do it anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think if you do or you don't, they're going to do it anyways. I just think you need a strong figure that can go up against somebody like that that's not scared. I don't think you need a softy to do that. I think you need somebody real.
0: Pat, uh, we, we touched on that um, the chart. I don't think we really got into it. The the visual capitalist chart.
1: Yeah, you want to pull that up? Yeah. What did you want to say on that? You have well, comments
0: on it? Yeah, I just said, look, I went down this chart, and I was looking at it, right? And this is— This is a $94 trillion yes. world
1: economy today in one exactly. chart. Exactly, and okay. they're
0: basically saying by next year, 2022, the 94000000000000 trillion we're going to— Add six trillion on top of it as a world GDP economy and a go on trillion. This is what I found encouraging. So, USA still number one, respect, at almost $23 trillion. Okay. We printed more money in the past 24 months than literally every other country than China makes in a full on year. Every other country. That's how much money we printed. So, other than China, here are the countries in the top 10 Japan. Five trillion, Germany, four trillion, UK, India, still under three trillion, France, Italy, Canada, South Korea. You go, other than China, everything in the top 10 is our ally. Something just to make note of. Number 11, Russia, 1.6 trillion. We hear about big bad Russia, big bad Russia. They have a smaller economy than South Korea. Just put that in perspective. They're the largest country by land mass in the world, and they make less, they have less GDP. Then South Korea. Then you got Brazil, Australia, Spain, Mexico. And not until you get down into Iran, which makes about as much as Saudi Arabia at number 17, do you have a, you know, quote-unquote ally of China in the mix. So even if China does surpass the United States, and I expect him to do so, Elon Musk came out and said that he probably thinks it's going to be double in the next few decades. The world, if we stay together, you know, NATO allies, what have you, we still have the, I think, most, the top 10 allies other than China, two-thirds of the world
1: GDP. then here's, here's, that's great that you're saying that. This is very good news. But I will tell you this. You have to keep in mind. So what causes China's GDP to get to 30, 30 trillion? GDP. GDP. Yeah. What will cause it to get to 30 trillion? How do you get to 30 trillion? How do you create that much commerce? The the, the world's still buying from China. So that's that's what I'm saying to you. So no matter how much those guys are all allies, you know how it's like? It's like this. It's like everybody can come around and talk shit about a guy until mm-hmm. the guy shows up in the room. And what do they say? Oh, what's up, hey, Johnny? Brother. How yeah. you doing? It's like, oh, gee, 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 gee. Oh, 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 how are you? Oh, gotcha. my gosh. So until the guy walks in the room, everybody talks shit until he's eventually sitting mm-hmm. there saying, dude, we still need that guy's manufacturing. We, it's kind of like this. No. FDA, okay? You know when they say this is FDA approved, this is FDA approved, this is FDA approved. What do you think they get their funding?
0: Is it from China? The What, World what, Health like Health what
1: percentage of FDA uh, you think gets their funding from, uh, from Big Pharma? What percentage you think is Big Pharma?
0: Oh, what, far, what percentage from Big Pharma? Big Pharma, yeah. Yeah, 90-something percent. It's 45%. So okay. think about
1: FDA gets 45% of their funding from Big Pharma, right? So who do you think FDA reports to? You think FDA reports to you? Hmm. You think FDA reports to me? Do You think FDA wakes up every morning worried about kids, husbands, wives? Or do you think FDA wakes up every morning saying, we better not lose that what? The 45% of mm. funding that we get from Big Pharma. Okay. How many large media companies are controlled by Big Pharma? So no matter what, when Bernie Sanders gets up and says, we shouldn't let Big Pharma do this. Oh, really? Go try to. If every mm. time he says that, CNN doesn't like that story. MSNBC doesn't like that story. Why? Because as much as CNN and MSNBC will do a soft story on Big Pharma, mm-hmm. they're not going to go after Big Pharma the, the way they go, they go after Trump. Why? Because Big Pharma funds CNN. Right. All of these com- countries you just talked about going up against China, if China makes their money because everybody needs to rely on their medicine, their air AC, their technology, their chips, all this stuff because of China, uh, you're eventually going to get to a point of desperation where you're going to say, China, can we create an arrangement together? Can we create a contract together? It is not Mm -hmm. a good. Look, every great company, every great country, every every great uh, league that excels for a decade or two has a great number one. A great number one inspires others, okay? When America was number one, what did America inspire others to do? Maybe capitalism works, Mm -hmm. okay? Maybe capitalism works. Other countries said, we also ought to do capitalism. But if China is number one, what did it inspire other people to do? You think that's a good number one for the world? That's not no, a good number horrible. one. So uh, what I'm trying to say is, you know, when you are number one, you have a lot of influence and power. Right. Uh, I'm I'm very much pro. Here's a number I follow. Do you know what is a percentage of GDP that India has grown this year in 2021? What do you think is the growth of GDP? Percentage. Percentage. eight and a half, eight and a half percent. 0.6% higher than last year. Okay. I love the fact that India is growing.
0: Right. Well, In, they're still under three
1: trillion dollars. It's no problem. They're going right. to grow so fast. Look how fast. Who was China thirty years ago? Nobody. Right. Who is China today? Number two. Who's India today? Uh, don't get it twisted. Look how quickly India is going to so come. So you're up.
0: saying that's going to be a good thing for the fantastic. world? Fantastic. If India fantastic. Would it be a good thing of the world if U.S. I'm sorry, if India surpasses China India's and the U.S. Not a
1: bad number one. India is not a bad number because they're a democracy. India doesn't wake up in the morning saying, "You better think like us or else." India doesn't mm-hmm. wake up in the morning with Modi saying, "Take all the negative reviews off. India yeah. doesn't do that. That's what China does. Right? China believes in force. India doesn't believe in force. Mm-hmm. It's a very—it's a mindset. You want the right mindset to be number one. Why is Steph Curry good for the NBA? Because it gets any other kid that's short saying, "I can make it in the NBA as well." Mm-hmm. That's why he's good for the NBA. Okay, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. How not many,
0: everyone's gonna be six, eight, 250 pe- like LeBron. That's you the could point. be six two, one yeah. one eighty like the Steph.
1: Two fifty was years ago. He's more like two seventy five, two. He <laughs> runs like a center right now. You look at him be like, this guy's not a yeah. three or two, he's a he's a five right now when but you look at him.
0: Speaking of pushing back against yeah. China or a big pharma, yeah. you know, it starts somewhere, like Bernie like you brought up Bernie Bernie Sanders, but like, as an example, you know, NBA gets a lot of heat for not pushing back against China and what they did in Hong Kong and the, you know, pro democracy and Daryl Morey, Houston Rockets, all yep, that. Yep. But then you got to respect what, like, the Women's Tennis Association Go, just did in I, China. It was tremendous. Like, are you kidding me? What they did? Absolutely. They said, we're not playing any more games Ab- in China. Absolutely. Because they're, uh, uh, basically downplaying what Remember happened to the to Remember when I say this to you?
1: Remember when I said this three months ago on a podcast. Mm-hmm when it was me, you, Gerard, and one other person, and I said, watch the NBA flip their position on China when LeBron tweets something bad about China, okay? Yeah. You just saw the NBA having to respond to whose tweet that just came out in the last week? LeBron's. What did LeBron say? What the 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 hell is this? COVID, flu, or cold? Tell me, because it's really pissing me off. I want to play the game of basketball, right? Props to the guy. The guy loves the game of basketball. He's not trying to stay out of the game. He ain't Kyrie. He's trying to play the game, right? Okay. No problem. LeBron is going to tweet something negative about China in the next few months. Watch when I, matter of fact, uh, do me a favor and note this in your account so we know how to bring back this video. Put it in your phone notes and text it to me so I can remember this date for us to remember exactly when this happened. LeBron's going to get out there and he's going to say something negative about China Mm -hmm. because he's not going to have any choice not to say it. He has to say it. He's going to say it. Everyone's going to flip their position on China with NBA.
0: Why would he do something like that? Because
1: because enough of people have been asking him the question to say, why do you call out Trump? Why do you call out this? Why do you call out that? Why do you call out this? Well, you say nothing about China. Why? He's eventually going to flip the uh, switch Mm. and he's going to say that. But it's not going to happen for a few months. He'll eventually do that.
0: Anyway. So you're thinking by the end of this season, Right? Because the season's going to be on until June. Yeah. And that's the next three to six months. I think it'll happen in
1: 2022. He's going to come out
0: and what, do you think it's going to be a tweet? Like you're making a prediction, right? I'm
1: making a prediction. He's going to do something in 2022 saying something negative about China. Either defending an ally of U.S. that's against China or opposing China. This will happen next year. Like
0: something like Dara Morris did when he uh, defended the protesters in Hong Kong. Exactly.
1: Six to 12 months, that's going to happen.
0: So you think he's ready for that? Chinese backlash I what do you think China will do if LeBron the, does something like that just,
1: no the way LeBron's gonna do it is after knowing that the NBA is not gonna go into China it's not gonna affect his pocket that's how it happens at that you point still, he's,
0: I mean he's, re, he's gonna be, become a billionaire in the next 12 to 24 months if you, actually think that, you actually think that he's that concerned about his pocket
1: let me ask you a question for him to say something about COVID flu cold who's he calling out
0: I think he's just calling out the double standard that's out there just in general. You that, think he's looking call, calling out Fauci? You think he's calling out Biden? You think course. he's calling out the NBA? Of course it is.
1: Hmm. It's a direct call-out of the NBA policies. And the NBA policies are a direct reflection of Fauci's policies. And Fauci's policies are a direct reflection of the guy that appointed him even after Trump, which is who? Biden. Of mm-hmm. course it's a call-out. One million percent is a call-out. Yeah, absolutely. He took a risk when he did that.
0: You want to talk about this, what happened with Trump and— uh I want to talk about
1: one thing, Spider-Man the movie. Have you seen it? No, okay, let me tell you this. I'm I watched the movie. that's where you were going. No, no, with this. I, I, okay. I'm just gonna keep this one minute. Yes. If you've not seen it, I, first 45 minutes we're at the theater. Jennifer's yeah. looking at me saying, "Babe, I can't watch this movie anymore." I said, "Babe, I'm with you." She says, I'm gonna take the kid home." Okay I said, okay, you go home. She goes home because she needs to nurse. We're in Montana watching this movie. I said, I'm gonna stay here because we were like 15, kids, 15 people, so I'm gonna stay, yeah. stick around. I stick around. I keep my head down and I'm texting and I'm working at this time. so I'm like, let me just do what I'm doing to work. Kids can watch the movie. 10 minutes later, 20 minutes later, 30 minutes later, all of a sudden the movie's got my attention. Adam, the last 30 minutes of the movie, it's some of the most emotional 30 minutes of any movie I've ever watched. Spider Man? Ne- I'm not even kidding with you. If you've not watched, I, when have you heard me come and promote a movie no, like Spider Man? You usually fall asleep in movies. Yes. Yeah, i telling you right now, you got to go watch the last 30 minutes of Spider Man hmm. and then come back and say it. First billion dollar flick since 2019, COVID. There's a reason for that. The mm. story is un-freaking- believably really? emotional. Last 30 minutes, I'm sitting there pissed off. There's two guys sitting to my right in the theater, and all I'm saying is, what the fuck? So you make me freaking cry here? What is the matter with you? You shed a tear for I'm Spider-Man? I'm emotional. What is going on the right here? The last 30 minutes is magical. Whatever you do before yeah. the end of the year, go watch this freaking movie. It's sick, but be patient the first 45 minutes. It's going to drive you insane. But the climax is gonna be insane. The last 30 minutes. You will sit there and say, okay. What a freaking feeling. You Any of you
0: guys seen this Spider-Man yet? Have you seen it yet or not? Not yet. No, you I, I want to watch
1: it. Tyler. Have you guys seen it? Really? I, listen, I'm not anybody, a big Marvel guy. Am I, I the only crazy guy that thinks this last 35 minutes was sick? If you haven't seen it, I'm telling you, go watch this thing. It's an insane last 30 minutes to the movie. Anyways, that's a quick plug for Spider-Man. Uh, this This podcast is sponsored by... I
0: was going to say, this podcast is sponsored by... It is
1: not, okay. Wow. But uh, you will love that. Next, let's talk about a hero. Let's talk about a hero who just broke a world record. Let's talk about a hero. Uh, There's a man out there. His name is Elon Musk. I don't know if you've heard about him or not. David, have you heard about this guy named Elon Musk?
0: Uh, Yeah, he texted,
1: he messaged me on Facebook. Yeah, so Elon Musk, this guy... Who is this guy? You know, he broke a record this year. You know what the record is? Yeah. The most taxes ever paid by an individual. Oh, he tweeted it, too. He did tweet it. Yeah, so you want to pull that up? So Elon Musk says he's going to pay somewhere between 11 to $12 billion in taxes this year Mm -hmm. himself. This is an insider story. Musk claimed that he will pay more taxes than any American in the history this year in response to Elizabeth Warren, a.k.a. Pocahontas, tweet that he was freeloading off (laughs) everyone else. Musk has exercised a large number of Tesla shares, options this year, and must pay tax On the difference between exercise price and a fair market value shares, which is up 30% year to date. He has in turn sold large chunks of Tesla shares to meet the tax obligation. Musk is currently worth $243 billion and he's paying $11 billion of taxes. And this is a tweet uh, from a little over a week ago, nine days ago. For those wondering, I will pay over $11 billion in taxes this year, Mm -hmm. okay? And I retweeted it and I said, this guy ought to be a hero. Uh, uh, this guy to get so much credit, and people are saying, yeah, but he only paid $11 billion. What's $11 billion on such and such? Uh, Let me just put it to you this way. He paid more taxes. Think about what I'm about to tell you here right now. He paid more taxes than every single president, every single congressman, every single senator ever combined. That's how much taxes one guy paid. Let me say that one more time. He paid more taxes than every senator, every congressman, every president ever combined. That's mm-hmm. how much this guy paid in taxes, and they're still trashing the guy, okay? They're still saying, well, this is not fair. Well, he should pay, pay more. He should do this. He should do that. No, the guy deserves a freaking Nobel Prize. Rather than giving these Nobel Prizes away, why don't you go give this guy a Nobel Prize? And on top of that, give him a Purple Heart as well because for what this guy's done, he's created so many jobs, and with the technology that he's creating, it is not easy to be him. It is not easy to live his life. It sucks. His life Sucks. People think his life is awesome. The guy's going 24-7 with so much pressure in his brain. Got five kids, sacrificed all of that to create this incredible technology and company that's being used. I think the guy deserves a Nobel Prize, if you ask me.
0: Yeah, well, I love this tweet right there. Liquidity, that's the account that I follow, They says, why not $200 billion? asking for a senator? Yeah. And he just full-on calls out Senator Karen. Uh, Elizabeth Warren. you know what? She, it's...
1: I know you're a her, big fan of her. Like you're a big No,
0: I'm not, I'm not a fan of her, but I am a fan of Musk. And, and, you know, her argument carries weight. The billionaires need to pay more. The billionaires need to yeah. pay their fair share. Oh, all the Bernie stuff. It. Until they actually freaking pay. So it's all lip service until he says, listen, and this is what I love about Elon Musk. I just paid $11 billion. Now, what now, Karen? And now what does she say? Well, enough. you should pay $12 billion.
1: Yeah, and, and she like, gets off of a private jet and claiming she's for the low- and middle-income yeah. families. Listen, I understand being on a private jet. I, it's a very good season mm-hmm. right now to be on a private jet because people don't want to deal with the mask and all these other mandates, right? Mm-hmm. Totally get it. But you cannot say, oh, rich people this, and you're getting off a private jet. Stop it. Hypocrisy mm-hmm. at the highest level. You just don't get to use those two words. Low- and middle-income families cannot afford to be on private jets. She's, you know what right. she's worth. You know what Elizabeth, Elizabeth Warren's worth.
0: What is Elizabeth Warren worth? Uh, you
1: want to pull up her net worth? I think it's like 13 million to $20 million, some number like that. Elizabeth Warren net worth, uh, 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 I think it's like, uh, let's see what the number is, $12 million. 12 million. Okay, I was off by a million dollars. So I'm sorry, Elizabeth. Uh, um, you know, $12 million net worth, yeah. and she claims she's poor. Well,
0: I look. I mean, Bernie Sanders is worth... What is Bernie Sanders worth? Oh, you're doing it right now. He's worth how many? $3 million. For me, if you're 80 years old, I don't care what field you're in. I, uh, this is not even being political right now. If you're 80 years old and you're worth $3 million, congrats, you've saved your money and you've invested in your 401k and you've done... Like, $3 million is not a lot at 80 years old. Yeah, well, it right? is when you've worked for the government for your entire life. Well, you still get paid. What, is, what does the center senator get paid? A quarter million 70. bucks a yeah. year? Yeah. So, I don't... I don't like... Uh, Nancy Pelosi, who's worth $100 million. What is Nancy Pelosi worth?
2: I think it's like a hundred. Like okay, now plus. I got
0: some questions. Okay, and did you see what, and you, know, you know, the, the, She's the whole- She's a great stock picker. Exactly. Right? But do you see what AOC said? Yeah. She said that senators I, or congressmen, congresspeople- Shouldn't. Should not be able you to saw her own response? stock. Yeah. So as much as people talk about socialism and AOC yeah. and she sucks, you got to give her a little bit of credit mm-hmm. for that. By
1: the way, you saw what Manchin's doing. So Manchin said no yeah. to Build Back Better, okay, which Goldman yep. Sachs came out and said- Is costing the U.S. economy $60 billion by tanking Build Back Better, which, by the way, drives me insane when Goldman Sachs says things like this, as great of a company as they are when it comes down to getting things done. But to say it's going to cost $60 billion, uh, you know, economists are already forecasting that the build back better for economy will look like the early projections are gloomy. Goldman Sachs, economists led by Jan uh, Hatzios, now expert at U- US GDP to grow 2% quarter. There percent, all this other stuff saying the fact that it's going to cost $60 billion of losses in the next three quarters. OK, fine. You know what Mansion turned around and said after all the heat he got? I'm sure you saw that. Mm-hmm. He now says he would support a tax on billionaires. Washington Post story. Uh, has told the White House that he would support some version of tax targeting billionaires' wealth as part of Biden's Build Back Better economic agenda, according to three people familiar with his private offer. While the specifics of what Mansion would support remain unclear, Senate Finance Committee Chairman Ron Wyden has unveiled the tax aimed at accrued wealth of America's approximately 700 billionaires. The measure is aimed at addressing the massive gains of the wealthiest Americans with a federal tax and probably would be unprecedented in how few people it affect. Congressman, nonpartisan uh, non, uh, scorekeepers, has estimated it could take as much as $550 billion over the next 10 years or pay more than a quarter of Democrats' spending bills. So he will support some form of a tax for billionaires. Interesting, though, right? Makes you think.
0: Sort of a little counterintuitive to what he sort of stands for, right?
1: I, I, I think uh, uh, I think this is the part where behind closed doors negotiations are being had. Mm-hmm. And on one end you say— Hey, I'm not going to do this, right. but at least you got to support us on X, Y, Z cause, right? You know, because the the story came out and saying West Virginia business leaders are rallying behind uh, a mansion for opposing Biden's Build Back Better, so he's getting the support of the businessman, right? But you flip and you say I'm going to tax the billionaires, so it's a little bit tricky on what's going on.
0: Well, the the whole thing with with media these days, like you t- you give the example right now, uh, that you always talk about. We're so quick to respond. Yeah. You used to, back in the day before cell phones, you would get in a fight with your wife. You'd be driving home, and you'd have a half hour to cool down. Yeah. And you know when you get home, hey honey, I'm sorry. Now it's, I'm on the way. What are you talking about? You're texting. you phone so. The point that I'm getting at is when it's politics. You know we're watching the sausage get made every single day. You know news coverage, every single day. Politics, uh, CNBC, MSNBC, Fox News. They're they're. They're dissecting everything. Podcast dissecting. Mansion did this. Mansion did that. Yeah. So we're watching the sausage get made. What's the point? Do you think that there's another deal that's going to come on the table? You better bet your bet. Of course. You're, okay. Yeah. There's another deal to be had. You know. The, sure. I, there was a famous line about Clinton that you know you could impeach him on Monday, you can play golf with him on Tuesday, and you'd cut a deal with him on Wednesday. He removes the emotions from politics. I've been talking about Joe Manchin for. How long? Three years before he was even a household name right now. I used you to watch him. You introduced me. Yes. I've been saying, I, I, he used to, I, I, I'm a fan of Morning Joe, who's who's a little a little too anti-Trumper at this point. Also, he did give Trump a shout out what he said about the vaccine, but.
2: Well, they used to be best friends. That's what makes it really
0: interesting. Yeah, exactly. Until he talked about Mika and, and uh, bleeding all over her face. But Manchin used to come on. This is three years ago. And and very sound mind, very sensible. Spoke, spoke truth to power, but he was a West Virginian. And I respected what he stood for. And now he's getting a lot of hate. And look, any Democrat that can get elected in the reddest state in the country, West Virginia, you got to take notice of. And you got to give him a little credit for basically having guts to say, There's no look, question I, I got to see the numbers here. We're There's not no. going to pass this and, bill and until I see way, what's going on. Quite
1: frankly, long term, he's helping the Democratic Party long term he's helping mm-hmm. not lose the moderate democrats yes. that's what he's doing to mm-hmm. not lose there's a lot of moderate democrats like you that don't want to be a registered independent or registered republican unless you, are you independent or uh, are you I'm considering
0: re- going back to independent i was independent and then democrat, i went to democrat okay. and now i'm thinking you know, I've been, about i've been independent, independent for
1: about a little over 10 years yeah is what i've been now uh, where were was, you before that so I I went uh, uh, left right center. Wow! I went I a mean, uh, 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 left yeah left right center is what yeah. I'm, I've been now over ten years registered independent. So
0: okay. Anyways, I think the guy's a very necessary guy. I think it's more important for everyone out there to be a registered independent, whether you're Republican or de- I think yeah. I think to to actually be an independent and not be held by one party's you know personality and then just be independent and say, you know what? I'm going this side, this way. I'm going this side, this way. But the you got to give Manchin credit for what he's doing. And then you have (laughs) someone out there, you know, my mom's going to get so mad at me right now because she's such a big fan of Bette Midler. But Bette Midler comes out, and you hear what she said about West Virginians? Um, So Bette Midler, I'll just read the story. She apologizes on Twitter for her outburst calling West Virginia poor and illiterate. I'm just seeing red right now. Huh? And strung out. And strung out. What Joe Manchin, who represents a population smaller than Brooklyn, (laughs) has done to the rest of America, who wants to move forward, not backward, like his state is horrible. He sold us out. He wants us all to be just like his state, West Virginia, poor, Mm -hmm. illiterate, and strung out. Bette Midler, the hypocrisy right there.
2: Well, this this is the to big ask, story. Ask right, an, an average twenty
1: five year old who bet Medlar is. Right. Oh yeah. Okay. Go ahead.
2: But no, this just explains the utter hatred that the elite has for the right. And there's there's a quote. Well, no, he's that, a Democrat. It's not even the right. Uh, well, no, but I mean, like it's not the right necessarily, but 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 people that aren't them, that aren't the coastal elite. It's like yeah. it's like there's a quote that goes around that people. Don't hate Trump because he's Trump. People hate Trump because they hate his supporters. They hate the hardworking people. They hate the working class. They mm-hmm. hate those that didn't go to an Ivy League school. It's like Gerard always says: the, the the truck drivers are hated because they make 140 grand a year, while the person who graduated from Harvard with a degree in racial studies makes 35,000 a year. Mm-hmm. It's this just this illustrates so well the hatred they have for people that aren't of their of their
1: class. Listen, I got I got to give shout out to Adriano. Uh, Valentino from Australia. At this point, listen, Adam. He's given ten, twenty dollars, like ten times, and haven't mm-hmm. said anything. But he just gave a hundred dollars. I just, I just got to read what he said. Yeah. he's been saying the same thing. Yeah, Adam. The whole thing with with media, people like you and Morning Joe calling Trump divisive. He's been saying this nonstop. So okay, he's saying you should stop calling Trump divisive. Okay. Do you have anything to tell our friend Adriano here? Donate spent a thousand couple- dollars <laughs> to me, and we'll see what we can do, Adriano. Right, by the way, he's got a great name right there. Okay, let, let's yeah. let's go to a last story here. We got four minutes before we wrap up. Uh, car prices, used car prices, yes. are now growing at a faster rate than Bitcoin. Market researcher Jim Bianco warns it's called bubble issues. Mm-hmm. Who was trying to buy a car?
2: A, a used car? What was it? What'd you say? You said a uh, Honda HRV. Uh, somebody in the office can buy a Honda HRV new for twenty three thousand, I believe, and and they were trying to buy a used one. It was like thirty grand.
1: That's just freaking crazy to me, you know. And we were asking. I asked David, "What does a used car, <laughs> what does a used car have that a brand new car doesn't have?" He said, "It's got miles on it. It's got miles on it. That's the difference." In depth research, right? Yeah, in depth research. Yeah. So Bitcoin is up five percent over the last, over the last four months, based on Thursday stock market close. The S M P is up twenty six percent. So far this year, but apparently these used car prices, uh, they've gone up 49, call it 50%. So instead of buying Bitcoin, buy a bunch of used cars and sit in the backyard and wait for it to go up. That's, That's pretty crazy. much a strategy. Is so that what you're doing, David?
2: That's exactly what I'm doing. That's I, why I was away for a week.
1: I was wondering why the other day I pulled into work. I'm like, there's not a single parking spot up here. What the hell is David doing about like 30 cars <laughs> do you have any thoughts on that yeah, or no i've got a lot because I'm, I'm
0: looking at cars right now and i actually got to give a shout out to my buddy joey b up in pittsburgh right now who actually works for an auto dealer and i and look number one a car is not an investment so this is this this article by Here cnbc is is actually just looking for headlines looking for clicks this you can, part is you, sponsored by uber exactly <laughs> um Look, there's a couple of things that are, are driving the prices up of cars. Number one, the global supply chain, supply and demand. There's not, they're not making enough cars because not a lot of people are working, and everyone needs a car right now, right? You all hear, you hear about the chip shortages, right? You hear about um, the, the 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 big thing. If you, you remember this, this is my point here. And I asked, him, "Dude, why are the why are car prices going up so much?" This is a guy who specializes in cars it actually might be a great interview for valuetainment. Um, They specialize in cars. And he says, you remember at the beginning of the pandemic when Hertz and Alamo and uh, all the car companies sold hundreds of thousands of cars because nobody was driving. They got rid of their cars. They got rid of their supply. And then all of a sudden demand has shot up. So what's happening now is these uh, rental car companies are basically saying, we need cars. We've sold all our cars. We need cars. So there's there's an auction for cars that you need to be a dealer to go. And these... uh, um, car rental companies are going and paying above asking price because they need the flipping yeah. cars. And they're saying oh, okay cool that's 10 grand we'll give you 12 grand that's 15 grand we'll give you 20 grand because they need the inventory. And it's driving the price up, it's driving the price up, and they're driving the price up. But supply and demand.
1: I, I say value tenders come together start yeah. a GoFundMe, raise enough money, and buy you a I don't know, used 1979 Honda Accord. <laughs> okay. And with low-profile wheels, a decent system.
0: Sound system, Pioneer. Yeah,
1: Pioneer. Base in the trunk. And park it outside, and license plate says uh, uh, Sauce TKS dollar sign. (laughs) Sauce TKS dollar sign. You just have to make sure you don't wreck it at it. By the way, you can actually buy a Honda Accord 1979 for less than $1,000. Yeah. Legit. It's, it's considered a classic. Well, maybe
0: our friend Adriano will donate a thousand bucks, will buy a car, and then I'll uh, be less divisive and I'll just drive around. Check
1: everywhere. this out uh, M- Mr. Clean Bald Guy, that's his name. I yes. wish you had a different name, but that's your name. You, you made that your account name. Yeah. He says, I'm a fraud analyst for Experian, and I specifically deal with finance of used cars. As soon as the chips come in, all of these people who just bought are going underwater immediately 10 to 40%.
0: Explain that again.
1: So what he's trying to say is, yeah. the moment the chips come in, yeah, all these used prices are going to go back to the prices they were. They're going to drop fifty percent. The cars, the cars. That's what he's saying.
0: So the, the whole article is basically calling bubbleicious. Yeah, the car, yes, it's a bubble. It's a bubble. Yeah, that's what he's saying. Your car that that should be worth ten that you paid 15 so fifteen twenty four is going to da- go down to so eight. So David buying all these used cars in a parking lot, he's, he's about to lose a ton of money. <laughs> about, no, I got to flip him
2: like now, Pat. That's <laughs> why we got to wrap this David. up. <laughs> so Anyways, the question hey, folks. is, when
1: are these chips coming in? That's the question. Why don't you call Xi Jinping? Asking. Hey, well, folks, Taiwan. today's debate, today, yes. today's debate, don't forget, Dershowitz against Kent, one says the case for vaccine mandates, the other one says the case against vaccine mandates. Today, we'll be on either the podcast or right, one of the two, we don't know yet, mm. we will let you know, stay tuned, it'll be at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Adam, I enjoyed this, buddy. This We're was back on Thursday. We're back Thursday. Baby. Thursday back. with G, possibly. Yes. Tom, Friday, me, you, G, and, and Brandon Shaw. Brandon Shaw will be this Friday.
0: Tune in. We'll be Thursday and Friday this week. We'll see you guys on Thursday, everybody.
1: Take care. Bye bye, 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 bye.